Y'all gonna jump on next time I catch you. What? What? What I'm jumping on? No, I thought I was gonna jump on your show, man. Oh, I, thought you said, I, know what I thought you said I know what y'all gonna jump on next time I catch you. I thought I thought I missed something. Oh no, no, fam, appreciate you, man. I'm in uh I'm in Sacramento chilling, and I'm like waiting for my folks to come pick me up, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna jump on and go live real quick because I'm oh, arguing yeah. back and forth with everybody on Twitter about uh us winning in like a, a a gutsy, ugly fashion. I think that's that you gotta show that you can do that, and I feel like that last drive was that. And it's it's an art form with playing with Vegas, right? Making sure you cover, right? And right. Make sure Vegas ain't mad at you anyway, but still being able to win at the end of games. Like Peyton Manning used to make his bread and butter off of doing that, man. Nobody believe me; they think I'm talking conspiracy theory when I say that. But that's real yeah. shit, man. You gotta man. make sure Vegas ain't against your ass, man. Hello, man. And then 18 comebacks under Dak Prescott career. That ain't nothing to sneeze at. Now. Can we get better with Dak Prescott decision makers and things like that? Yeah, you can't have these type of games in the playoffs. So we got a lot of ironing to do on this wrinkled shirt. It seemed like it's pinpointed though. Like if you mm-hmm. if you look at it, that when we get in trouble is when we're pressing and trying to play up tempo at the end of the second quarter every time. Right. right. When we come out with our with our designed uh, you know, scripted plays in the beginning, we don't really make no mistakes. Every time in the end of the end of the half. We make mistakes every time. It's because we press it. And it's yeah. like we trying to be aggressive going up, you know, before the half, trying to, you know what I mean, put our foot on it next. But I think that, you know, that if we are a little more conservative going into the second quarter, going into the end of the second quarter, I think right. we'll alleviate that. Because he ain't making the mistakes in the in the second half that often. So I don't think it's that big of a deal. But let's look at guys like Josh Allen. You know, he's throwing interceptions in the red zone like crazy these days. You know what I mean? So it's happening to, to the best of them so i'm not i'm not jumping off the bat the deck ship because he making some mistakes i just wanted to see how he bounced back from it and to be honest with you uh after that vikings game i kind of been off his ass i'm like he showed me that he oh, that monkey is kind of off his back you know what i mean he, he showed me that he can rise to the occasion when needed so i ain't on his ass right now man, man so, well, yeah, so what else we gotta do then what we gotta do man uh we 10 and 3 we got four more games down the stretch man we got musical chairs i heard that they're gonna rotate news just reported from calvin watkins that they're gonna rotate josh ball and jason peters at their right tackle man i don't like that i'd rather you just put peters over there and just let him rock yeah, let him rock Sadiga throwing up the super chat for she said shout out to law she said koye and law two of my best channels brothers man hello Back. shout out to Sadiq <laughs> for the support you be everywhere man but yeah, yeah like I, I don't like it i like peters just let peters rock unless it's something to do with like his endurance or whatever uh terrence still man you know moment of silence for him too man because uh yeah. he was balling this season I was, I was mad to see him go down. A lot of guys are going down right now, but we, we rising to the occasion. So I ain't mad at it, man. I ain't mad at it. What's your thoughts on Ty Hilton? I just watched a little quick video on the board. Man, man, I'm talking about jab step to create separation. In my opinion, no shade, no salt at any of our wide receivers. But now we got us a true slot guy. Whereas I can literally say that Ty, T.Y. Yeah. 
And Cole Beasley, they like one, two, one of my favorite slot guys. And yeah. it seems as if, though, if T.Y. can just come in and he don't need no alibi, y'all, he going to yeah. pull the ball out of the sky. And he's a sure hands catcher. He can still get separations at the age of 32. I went back and watched all of his uh, film. He had eight touchdowns in the last two seasons. Right. I'm looking at it that he can find a soft spot in the zone. He's a nuanced route runner. You will like his separation. He may have fresh legs when everybody else don't. We will only worry about soft tissue issues like your pools, hammies, and things like that. But if he's been running, just like you remember back in the days, uh, and I hate to bring him up, but I just got to, right? Jerry Rice. Yeah. He played until you know he yeah, had no like braids in his head. He, he had he had he had the Stephen A. hairline with the braids to the back. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I, I thought he was done after Oakland. Then he went to Seattle. He, he was went to Seattle. Down. Yeah, yeah. He was still, he was slowing <laughs> up, but he was still getting the time. Tim Brown was old too. Matter of fact, they both yeah. had a whole old ass uh, uh, wide receiver core, man. Or, or, or on the flip side, remember uh, Green for the Washington team? Uh, he was he was a DB. Oh, yeah, yeah, Daryl Green. Daryl Green. Green. Sometimes yeah. old people, man, if they continue to run, run. yeah, shoot. Aeneas Williams. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so uh, you can still Carson. be old and run. Yeah. No, I'm not worried about T.Y. I think T.Y. is going to do what, what we wanted Odell to do. I think we would have went after Odell, but he's probably not playing this season. We kind of outed him on that, though. That's kind of corny, but we did that. But either way, uh, Odell, you I wasn't looking for Odell to come in here and be, you know, the the number one guy. He didn't need to be. We just right. needed him to we needed somebody that's a threat, deep threat that can stretch this field. Right now, Michael Gallup is not a deep threat. He's not a guy that's gonna stretch the field. They they sitting on everything he's doing. I kind of right. get nervous when they throwing the ball, even though he got good hands, he's catching it. Yeah. He's, his separation not there yet. Um, yeah. you, not not at all. But uh then you got CD Lamb who if you're not put if you're not moving him around. He's not a guy that's like just beating number one top corners by himself. Like you got to move him around and kind of scheme him into position or he's good at finding spots in the zone. Uh, but when you got a guy like T.Y. Hilton who you could just say, listen, man, you can't just put a bum on him. You know what I mean? Right. And he can stretch the field. That's going to take some of that pressure off of Gallup because he's not going to draw that number one guy where they could just say, we're just going one-on-one Gallup and then bracket C.D. Lamb and we ain't worried about Brown. You know, if you throw the Noah Brown, we, we'll live with that. You know what I mean? If you target him. Man, is going to take a number one or a number two corner to cover, even if he's not getting the ball. So that's going to mean like Gallup's getting less pressure, and then CD Lamb's going to be able to work too. So I think that's why they did it. They wanted somebody that can stretch the field, and that's truly a deep threat. And we didn't have that. And for Dak to be playing the way he's playing without that, it's mm-hmm. saying something too because his 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 deepest threat it seemed like the last two weeks been been Dalton Schultz. Man. His deepest threat's been that man, and uh, what, what they what they wanted to do is what you just explained. They thought that they was going to get that out of James Washington, yeah. and what happened is when James Washington got the ball hit him between the eight and three, and got <laughs> pow! You know, he was like, yeah, hey, my back. He was yeah, like, no, my foot. <laughs> That's my boy too. I, I broke him down. I was hoping we grabbed him. I broke. I broke uh, What's his name? Petrie. Yeah, Jalen yeah. Petre. Yeah, oh, that's my dog. Season, man, I was like, that dude is a killer. Ain't nothing nah. he can't do on the field. He he proved me right. He like he like another Donald Wilson, just a guy that's just he you put him anywhere, he gonna kill, man. He, yeah, he so get two hundred pounds. He play like he two fifty and fat. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I like it. That's like just it, what man. it is, man. Uh, another thing is when when you talk about this wide receiver core, 
I think I think the world of Noah Brown, right? right? He blocks his ass off. He's a guy, he's gritty, but he got levels of inconsistency as well as with Michael Gallup. So now you can look at Gallup being the third, third option. Yeah. And now you can have Noah Brown being the fourth option so that now that he comes in, he would still give you those splash plays. Yeah. And C.D. Lamb, let, let us start working C.D. Lamb on those drags, uh, motion him, utilize the full full plate of, yeah. of, of the food that you got on this menu juxtaposed to just waiting why for you, this guy in the why in are you the, talking yeah. about that right talk to me man what, what's up with what's up with our boy kellen man because like you know I, again people say that i'm i'm wrong when it comes to the vegas thing right but why did we go from the, what we were doing with cd lamb in the coast game cd lamb didn't sit still the entire coast game he was moving around and having playing musical chairs right right and then in the Texans game, they just stopped doing all of that. Like, it, why would that be? Like, that's man. that just don't make no sense to me, man. It's like, I'm like, I know you know what to do because I watched you do it masterfully and I just gave you credit for doing it a week ago. So I know you know what to do because you just did it. So why aren't you doing it now? I don't, I don't, man, it just seemed like, that just seemed kind of off to me, man. It's like, what, what's going on here? Man, when somebody hit me up and said the NFL finna gain uh, sports betting. 35 billion dollars right and sports legalized gambling you can legally bet for a team and i'm not saying that you know maybe they say okay if you can get Dak prescott third close to 40 throws we got you on something man your kids kids don't have to worry about uh you know college for for, for, for the next 20 years you know we got you secure exactly. I, i'm not gonna put this past anybody man when you when you got legalization of, of sports gambling, but yeah. I get it for those who don't want to think on those levels. But Koye, you come on, man. You yeah, and I, I, I already know you know, man. Like, yo, come on, man. That was crazy. I said, come on, man. I know they can't guard. They not guarding that good. And then the, the last drive kind of proved it to me because it's like that just came out, went off on them, and, and that was that. But what what I did like about that. You remember, like, uh, used to come down to the wire, like those um, Patriots right. versus Colts games, where Peyton Manning and Tom Brady would have they would play this 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 chess match that would always come down to the last drive in the last quarter, right? Yeah, always, always, and man. I hadn't seen Dak has had some comeback drives, but I haven't seen one that crazy in his career where he he had to have it and nothing was going right the entire game. So showing that he could do that. I think that just puts one more in the cabinet where you just you understand, like you know what I mean. I can yeah, you can trust shoot. him at the end of the game. Man, well, ninety eight yards, man. Uh, but but yeah, still, like my, my favorite one was the, uh, and this was his rookie year, the Steelers game. But it wasn't even Dak that closed it out. It was Zeke. That was Remember? Zeke. Yeah, it was yeah. Zeke. But they, you know they're gonna give it to the quarterback. But uh, Dak Prescott, that ninety-eight yards, man, that that ain't nothing to sneeze at, uh, especially being seven for seven on that drive. Uh, I think that right now on that drive, Dalton Schultz got his bag. <laughs> I think that Dalton Schultz with Dak Prescott going to be a situation where as they revisit, he's going to get paid money, y'all. Regardless, he'll get of paid now because now. Ferguson. Yeah. Ferguson looked like he tore it. Right? What's wrong with Ferg? Man, concussions or something like that. And oh, then, it's a concussion. He might yeah, be all right. Yeah, he might be all right, man. But yeah. Hendershot, shot. But they still shied away from their philosophy. Yeah. 14 personnel, 13 personnel, yeah. or even 12. Look, we don't see that. Now, we see 
that Tony Pollard, the Cowboys are going to be forced to be looking back at this thing and say, what do they do with Zeke? What they do with Tony? But right. if the Cowboys are not foolish, they'll figure out a way to keep Tony. Tony is a remarkable player, man. And that opening drive, the way he handled everything, shoot. Yeah, the beast, man. Follow the beast, and I'm, I'm glad we got both him and Zeke here. And I, and I got to say something too, because you, you, was, you was talking about the inconsistency from, right. uh, from, from our Noah Brown. You saw the hit Noah Brown took diving through the air, though, right? You saw that, right? Right, right. He took a hit diving through the air sideways, still caught that, John. Noah, Noah, Noah beasted yesterday. I, I, I thought he was beasting, man. I thought that was right, right, right. So, so we'll get that splash of Noah, right? Look, right. it goes all the way back. Whereas Noah coming out of college. People were on the fringe of calling him Baby Dez. You remember that, right? right. You know, wait, shoot, look what he did at Ohio State. There was one pass that he pulled out of the heaven. Peter, yeah, it, the ball was thrown to Peter's feet. Moses bare. Noah went, Noah went up there and said, it's belonged to me. Right. But we would see those flashes of Noah, then he'll disappear. Yeah. We would see that catch that he did on the sidelines and say, man, is that 88? Shoot, oh, that's 85, you know? Yeah. But then we would see that pass that when it touched his hand, he kind of played the tip drill. It must be because it ain't your face. Yeah. It must be a tip drill, you know? Ball yeah. tipped up in the air, and then the other guy, I, I don't even know that. who I he is. That. I forgot he caused that interception, so he was right there. <laughs> I didn't even remember that, yeah. But T.Y. going to catch that, though. I ain't going to even lie. T.Y. going to be open. That's why. T.Y. going to be wide the hell over. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody going to be around him, man. T.Y. nasty. Like, I mean, T.Y. nasty. Like, one once per game, he going to ski out on, on you. And then after that, you got to respect. He remind me of um, Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. He a guy yeah. like that. He not, he not a 13, you know, 13 target type of guy. But he only need three. You give him three good, yeah. solid, deep targets, he'll tear the game up for you real quick. He used to do that all the time. I got, I got, I got two people in here, but I know they not. Uh, they don't look like they real. I think somebody over here trying to, you know what I mean. I'm getting good at this now. People be, he, he, he. People be trying to show me their feet and all kinds of stuff on here, oh, man. Oh no, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we, we like, tell oh, them yeah, like, uh, this huh? like, like, like the great, the the, the great Kevin Samuel. Get out yeah. of here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Slap him up out of here. <laughs> hey, y'all wanna get me started on that? They done got him out of here, man. I was like, yo, the way he the way they got him out of here was crazy. I was like, Kevin Samuels went out of here real quiet. Man, real he, he started yeah. speaking too much truth to power, man. He was speaking truth and wasn't he wasn't he wasn't uh initiated. They like, well, who who brought this ball up in here, man? You can't mm-hmm. you can't be speaking like that and you're not controlled in a in a way where they got something on you. They like, yeah, no, nah, get him out of here. They got him out of here. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Man, so what else you got, man, with uh, with Coach, man? Mike McCarthy, man. How, how you feeling about his thoughts tracking this game? I feel like, you know, McCarthy, I haven't spoken on much because, to me, I look at McCarthy as not like, he's not an X's and O's guy. He's a situational guy, and, you know, he'll, he'll tell you what to do in certain situations. I feel like he's in charge of, like, our aggression. The fact that we're a lot more aggressive this season on fourth down, third downs. No matter where we are on our side of the field or theirs, I think that's a McCarthy thing. So I like that aspect. And then beyond that, the one thing that I do love is, and I think it came from him because I, I don't remember it being here before he got here, is the camaraderie on both sides of the ball. So I think McCarthy has done his job. Right. He brought in a culture that has these guys playing the way they're playing right now. It's up to the coordinators to get these guys to perform the way they're supposed to perform. And defensively, you know, 
I love Dan Quinn. I love what he does, but at Ooh, times, do certain I, things that kind of blow my mind, man. Like, like I got uh, something to ask you on that, day. Go, yeah, you, you, did you see with Neville Gallimore and uh, Osa just stun it both to the right out the middle of the field on that one play where uh -huh. where Pierce got like twenty four yards on that on that dive play? Mm. It wasn't because he like you know made a move. He just ran a straight line, and there was nobody in the middle of the field because they stunned it out of the middle of the field. And that's the second time this season I saw us do that. And we used to do that with Rob Marinelli all the time. I couldn't stand it, but I yeah. don't understand why we do it now. Like we don't, we understand like the the, the whole premise is create the wall and let your guys come and clean it up. Like I don't understand why we stunt with Nev and Osa why we did that. Like it was that was kind of crazy. Yeah, it means it means when you stunt, you show that you you can't win your one on one, right? Or right. You, you guys can't hold trickery. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So you try to create pressure at all costs or penetration. Yeah. And the thing is, if you stunt and they run, oh, it's over. Yep. You know, <laughs> but that he, he that's making the defense look like. I mean, although he he ran twenty two times for seventy eight yards, yeah, yeah. and uh, one of those seventy eight yard uh, runs was a twenty four yard run. So we kind of we we pretty much if he was twenty one for what fifty some change, that's a pretty damn good game uh, run defense wise. So right, in that one play, I'm not really mad at the run D. But what was you going to ask me about uh, Quinn before we get too deep into that? In this system, in this right. system. Don't shake me with the butter knife, man. Don't, don't crucify me. Go ahead. Is Parsons used as a gadget player? Yes. In the system. When, when you say it. gadget player, do you mean gadget. like a specialist well, well i know gadget can be be perceived as a bad word but is he used like a designated hitter you know what i'm saying a DA, yeah. a, 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 a specialized just pass rush and it's it's slowing the growth of this kid collectively as a true linebacker because he's considered a hybrid and that's why as as you played on the defensive side of the ball especially as a linebacker rally scrape hook to flat we're not saying that uh out of Parsons' game, he's great as a rusher before ah. three speed, but they're utilizing him only as such. And he's good as a linebacker, but we yeah. don't get a chance to see his good. We only see his greatness as an edge guy, which teams can now pin on that and say, "Okay," it can key in on that and say, "All right, third down, we know run Parsons coming, yeah. I, or we can run it on first and second. We know, or we can play keep away when he's on the sideline. We see Parsons pouting like a child." because yeah. we know he want to be out there but yeah. he's only been considered as a designated hitter a specialized edge rusher yeah. go ahead the reason we don't, see the, full, right, we don't see the full skill set of parsons i and agree believe it or not that's pissing me off man oh no no i agree with that aspect of it i agree with you because i never wanted parsons to be an edge rusher solely i don't mind it right. on third downs i don't mind it in situations where you need it i feel like he's more effective if, in my opinion in the middle of the field because he he's shown in his first season he can still rush from there you yep. know you don't know and the defense don't know i mean offense doesn't know what he's doing when he lines up over center he's just standing over center you don't know whether he's coming or going you don't know what he's doing so i feel like we have an element of surprise number one number two those tackles as a defensive end you could see when we were watching the the chicago game right i was watching how they kept going at his knees as a straight rusher they tearing him up, and that's probably why he keeps getting put out the game because they tearing right. his legs up repeatedly. He's taking a beating as a defensive end. 
Now, if he's a defensive end, fine, he's a defensive end. But right. I feel like with what we saw Sam Williams come in here and do this season, you can put him right there where you asking Parsons to be on a regular basis and putting Parsons in the middle of the field for the most part. On third downs or on obvious passing situations where we up, do whatever you want to do with him. You know, moving guys, mm-hmm. move them around, do whatever you want. But I would personally like to see him in the middle of the field too because the one place you could say we've struggled, and I'm not going to disrespect uh, uh, LV. He I'm had not, a hell of a game, man. Yeah, he played a good game, <laughs> yeah. so I'm not I'm not yeah. even going to shit on that. I'm not. But that is where we've struggled. If you can say we had any weaknesses this season, it would be at our CB2 and at, at linebacker. You know, and yeah. when I say CB2, I don't even want to shit on Anthony Brown's season. He just right. – he could have got us some interceptions and I would have shut up about it. A lot of people would have shut up about him. Right. He just got a couple of those interceptions because the, the amount of extra targets he was getting, although he wasn't – he wasn't getting torched every play. You know, he would give right, up one big right. play a game, and then all of a sudden he playing off and they throwing underneath him all day. That was like the game plan against him. Let's stretch him out by throwing deep against him, and then we're going to throw underneath him because it's going to be there for us. But we got Big Cam, Big Cam just threw a old super chat too. He said, have you guys seen Parsons' facial expressions or whatever? Uh, he get into a defense and he feels like we should have uh, been, he should have been playing. It's like he's not playing his style. Um, True. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I just think that we wouldn't have any problems versus the run with Parsons and Clark or Parsons and Barr in the middle of the field. This run conversation is already a done deal. And I think we would get more pressure that way. But what, what's your thoughts on it? Because you said it was pissing you off. Yeah. You ain't mentioned it, though. I, I ain't hear you going off on, on, on that all season. You know what I mean? Well, well, well it, this is something that recently happened. Like, I, I get it. Like, right now, based upon the levels of skill set that Parsons exhibits, he should be the leading tackler on this team if he was naturally only playing linebacker. We right. know he got speed. And maybe LVE is saying, hey, man, I'm not giving up that mic roll. I've seen a few games. I've seen a, I've seen a few times last game. He allowed Clark to play in the middle of the field, and it worked for us good, you know? Yeah. But they – it, yeah. Yeah, He's and then they threw LVE and listen. LVE played play good. He didn't play bad. Clark out here, LVE been trying. Like, I watched on that goal line drive. <laughs> LV actually was being physical. And I'm not talking right. about just getting to your spot. He was running in and, and, and closing off gaps, knocking the full back out. You know what I mean? All I'm like, that's not like him. You know what I mean? Dropping right. his shoulder, still making the tackle. I'm like, oh, shit. But, yeah. and, and like I said, I'm not a guy that's like, I don't have anything against LV personally. If, if a good player shows up in his flesh, I'm happy to see it. So right. I'm not going to take nothing about him right now. But um, I do think that we would be better, period. You know, there's no no not. We'd be better if Michael Parsons in the middle of the field. And we so we, we would be, oh, my goodness, better. You know. And, Even Brillo. And so, Brillo, too. Oh. Brillo need, why, why, yeah. I don't understand how Clark got denied over Brillo because although Clark is played good, I think Brillo's still better. When I watch the little glimpses of what Brillo does, like he's, he always flashes to me. Always, he flashed yeah. when he in the field, and then coverage-wise, you know, he can cover too. So it's just I, I want to see him on the field too. Him and Parsons, or him Parsons and Clark, should be the rotation. You man, know I mean? all day, man. Uh, yeah. One of the things that we are having a little issues with is that J. Rock is not giving up that spot. And when we got a chance, me and Boss Cowboy Sports got a chance to talk to uh, Brillo. Uh, he said. That's the spot that he want to be at, at J-Rock's spot. So I love that aspect. I know that he was a healthy scratch this past game, and the Cowboys were probably looking at it like, dog, we need him. I yeah. bet you he's going to be activated next week. Yeah, we need him. 
Like the way the way Brillo played at the end of what game was that? I think it was the end of the Coast game. It was it was a game yeah. we was up. Might have been the Coast game. But I just watched a little small glimpse of what he was doing when he was out there, and I think he made every, every play that he lined up and he made the play, whether yeah. it was you know forcing a cut or actually making the tackle himself. And I'm like Brillo, Brillo nasty man, you know. And I don't I thought it was a, a scratch because maybe he was trying to get that knee together or something. But mm, you know nah. I've been hearing like y'all been telling me actually that he's fine, ain't nothing wrong with him. So ain't nothing wrong, with kid. Yeah, I uh, but, but, but but Anthony Barr, you know he kind of. These last two games, he's he's been slowly getting back into the mix of things. So, yeah. uh, and then he helped us out on that goal line stand. It was him on that last one. I know D Law came in and scraped and filled in, but you know you seeing Anthony Barr slowly. He still haven't played up to the though. levels that we want, but he's, he's 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 okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's not the same level. It's like it's a difference between getting there. Like LV will get there. Barr, right. they'll get there. But right. certain guys flash when they get there. Like even people are saying that J Rock not playing the same, right? Although he's been making plays, he's not flashing though. It's not like it's not like it was last season where it's like, damn, who the hell was that? Like you yeah. see that out of Wilson. You see that every one. You saw that out of Hooker in that coach game for sure. But you see that out of Wilson almost every week. Wilson do something that make you say, Oh shit, you know, who's yeah. that? I, I haven't seen that out of bar or LVE yet. I haven't yeah. seen that out of either one of them where it's like, what, you know what I mean? Like, where they flashing and it looks like they supposed to be out there. That's what I'm looking for, like the eye test. Clark, Clark is like just solid to me. Like he out there, mm-hmm. when he out there is solid, he don't make mistakes, he chill, he, he, he smart, he know what he's doing, but he's still not flashing yet either though. He's not doing it where it's like, yo, he killing shit. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what I'm waiting for. That's yeah. what I'm Parsons do that all day. And I think Parsons playing next to one of those guys, the same thing he did, for the D and let's let's just say it like this too. It's not that I think that Parsons is hurting us as a defensive end. Obviously he's not. No, no, no. no. It's just that that is not where we're hurting as a team. <laughs> right. You got Fowler who can ball off the edge. You got you we got Tack McKinley now. We got Tank. We had to get rid of Basham because we got too many defensive ends in the first place. You know what I'm saying? And then we got um uh uh Sam Williams still killing it too. So uh, and then I ain't even named DA, so that's how. Yeah, and who, who's gonna be hurt? And 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 here's the other thing about it. We said we had to get rid of Basham. Well, they had their reservations on it because we got tacked, right? Right. <laughs> so so we created that own issue or that own problem, and that why that's why uh, Chauncey was a healthy stretch. I like yeah. everything Chauncey does as it relates to that guy that can play on the edge or that three. Nevertheless, it's hard for him to find time because he is a, a tweener at this point. On the yeah. edge, they look at him. Yes, he's solid, but he's slow. Inside, think- yeah, you want him inside, but you got Gallimore. You got uh, a big bow, and then, of you, course, you know, Jonathan you know, Hankins. The, so yeah, the problem Go ahead. The problem is the big nickel. The big oh, nickel. Yeah. We, we should play 3-4. We're 3-4 Mm-hmm. We are a three four team at this point, personnel wise. All yeah. the talent we got outside, and then we got guys that can play deep three three four defensive end, but can't necessarily play three tech like a like a Chauncey. I don't want Chauncey at three tech as much as I would like him as a three four defensive three, end, four. where you yeah. still got a guy outside of him that's edge rushing, but he is on a, he's a three four defensive end. See what I'm saying? So yeah. if you had him there, Osa is another one of those guys that really three tech okay. But 3-4 defensive end, I think he would shine. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think because we want to keep um, um, we want to keep our three rotations at safety, you want to keep um, 
J-Rock out there, I think that's what's holding it up because we don't want to go to a full 3-4 because that rotation that we would have with Bohanna, you don't have to have Bohanna, Watkins, or um, or um, Hankins out there at the same time. You can have them at one tech, and you can put Chauncey on either side of him. Chauncey and Oso on either side of him. You can put uh, D-Law and, and whoever on either side of him. Either side of him. Play 3-4 defensive end, too. I think that's, honestly, D-Law playing where J.J. Where, where JJ Watt played his entire career, D-Law would be a different type of play. Like, we would give, people would be giving him the respect that he deserved because he's not uh, just a, a edge rusher. He's a 3-4 style defensive end, in my opinion, with the way he plays. He's more J.J. Watt right is tj watt he's not a tj watt guy you know athlete that's why he, you can you can break the uh contain on him as a quarterback that can run a little bit can kind of break that uh angle and get uh, get outside of him but that's because i don't think he should be doing that anyway he should be a three four defensive end and Man, we you spit, that he's spitting dog uh, i should have had my umbrella because <laughs> now, now my brother he's a diehard niner fan right right and they are your what four three Four three base defense, whereas their guys gonna rally, chase, and hit. They create pressure with their up front, and there's no musical chairs. You know, right. Bosa is coming, and right. you know what side he's gonna be yeah. on. You know where <laughs> so, he at. But but what they do off of it, they play off of that. Okay, you're gonna line up two. You're gonna keep your running back in the backfield. Then you got Fred Warner. He is no question. He's the yeah. Mike. And then yeah. you got Shazier, whoever his name is, and Greenlaw. So right. it's just consistent off of that, whereas they got size. Like, we yeah. like the physicality that J-Rock brings to the table. But right. let's be real, fam. He's right. six foot, like, 10 almost, right. 210 pounds. And I'm giving right. him a few pounds, right? Right, right, so right. Eventually, when they run at him a few times, he may win one or two. Yeah, but sure, <laughs> it, it, it's going to yeah. be like fold action because of the fact that size is just size, and you need that physicality and sometimes. You can't do not. nothing else with him because of the way Wilson has come up and play. You can't say, "All right, we're going to take Wilson off the field like they did last season," and right. he's going to be the strong safety. That don't work no more. And then Hooker, you don't want Wilson single high. He's okay single high, but not great single high. Hooker is our best single high safety on the team. And then you got Mukamu who can kind of do that too. But yeah. uh, I, I look at that as the, the log jam right now. It's like we love what J-Rock brings to the team. Yeah, Everybody but... loves it. But that's what's controlling <laughs> this scheme right now. The scheme has become, let's find a way to keep these three safeties on the field at the same time. Yeah. Rather than let's put the personnel out there that's going right. to be good for this situation. Because I see it like, I'm like, well, obviously if guys going to run up the middle on us or guys trying to like Green Bay game, stuff like that. They trying to bully us off the ball. This uh fresh prince, I'll, I'll get to you in one sec. But they trying to bully us off the ball. Then let's put some bodies in there because we got the physicality. We got a bunch yeah, of chemicals. Yeah, like, yeah. Chauncey is evil as hell, and so is Osa. So <laughs> I, you got both of those guys, and then you got I ain't even said Big Nev name. Big Nev yeah. can play three, four defensive end too. But you, you got, got those it. guys yeah. on either side of Hankins or Watkins or Big Bo who can kill in there. Like there's nothing you can do running the ball in the trenches when you got three down linemen in the middle of the field. Then you can flex out all of those edge rushes that we keep getting where we're not spreading out wide enough 
is because we only got four down linemen and they can't spread out but so far but with three, with three down linemen they can spread and then that right. allows your defensive ends or your stand-up outside linebackers to out leverage those wide receivers that keep blocking them from the outside and we get rid of our run problem right then and there and then mm -hmm. with Micah, with sam williams on the edge opposite doris long or doris armstrong with michael parsons in the middle of the field i don't care who next to michael parsons i dare you to run the ball keep running right. I right. dare you. And then you got right. Wilson Hooker behind them. I wouldn't have no problem with that. Now I'm not I'm not trying to kill Dan Quinn's scheme. No, it's no, just, no. It's trash. We we top five. It's, it's it's clearly working. But I just think that that tweak would change things, in my opinion. We wouldn't be talking about before you, before you read that super. I just got to say this. That's why we saw the text. They had a a great philosophy. They went with bunch or stack formation, right? They they put in Jeff Driscoll. And they had Pierce behind him, and they did the RPO. They said, okay, okay we're going to do this because your guys, the way, look, ladies and gentlemen, the way the Cowboys generate pressure and get upfield is through finesse with a little physicality. They are saying that we may be light about it, but our guys going to rally chase and get to the point before you do that. But if those guys on blocking on the outside and they do the counter or they, if they keep ball, then shoot, you don't that's even got a block. You don't yeah, got a block. block. You just got to stand there because he can't. Stand he got to run through you, and that extra step is all you need to get to the edge if you're a quick running back. Edge game, you know what I'm saying? Reason, and that's just what happened. So good against the Colts and against the Texans run wise is because Pierce and Taylor are more more pounding backs than they are finesse guys. We don't got no problem against the slower thuddy backs or slower quarterbacks. But when you got a quarterback out there that can run. And, and when I'm talking about this because you know where I'm going with Eagles. Right. You're going to have Miles Sanders and you're going to have Jalen Hurts out there to deal with. And when you got to deal with that, you know, they can get to, they both can get to the edge. You don't want to have, I, me personally, you don't want to have a personnel out there where you're getting out leveraged all day by Wiry. Like Smith shouldn't be blocking you. AJ Brown shouldn't be blocking you as a defensive end. Either you body slam him, slam him on his head and get him out of here, even if you're just taking this play off and say, I'm not brushing this play. Cause they put him here. I'm addressing him. You and, and, and you and you know what else you got to worry about too? Just a little bit. And I know we'll talk more about Jags midweek, but Law can give you all what Driscoll just did in Davis Mills, and he can throw and all in one, and he got a better arm, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if if they play that edge RPO yeah. game, and That's I'm quite sure, like we we had a do that before when that Rams game a couple years ago. We they they used to use you know lateral. Uh, misdirection against us and it would work right we kind of solved that problem to a degree but now it's the rpo now it's That's the rpo a running quarterback has been you know driscoll shouldn't have been doing nothing it should have been right. they should have sat him down in the first <laughs> quarter like this ain't gonna work you know right. but it was working so it when they see that and when i say it's working it's not like they torch us for a lot of yards but when you see that you can actually sustain drives with those running quarterbacks not saying that they're easy to stop by any means for anybody but I think we have a better chance at doing it if we were to spread these guys out in the 3-4 look. Two chunk plays. We had one that was a 51-yarder on uh, my guy Kelvin Joseph, and another one was a tub on my guy Donovan Wilson. But those was all off of play actions or with the ability of the, the, the damn quarterback running to the edge, and then the DB that's high, he got to be responsible because he's trying to think, I'm not, I don't want to get gashed by the deep the, the, the quarterback. So yeah. he freezes or stop his feet, and then the rest is history. But go that ahead. was miscommunication, too. Dono got caught out there because I think Bland 
had followed the guy across the field. He didn't see him go back across. Right. And you could see uh, Diggs saying, no, 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 you got to follow him back over. He didn't follow him back. So Defense. Donald just picked him up and got torched at the end of it. It looked like it was his problem, but that Ooh, wasn't even. We're talking some good football today. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah man. Fresh Prince, man. He said, am I the only one who thinks McGovern been pretty good this season? Uh, go Desco SOC. That's uh, DeSoto. That's DeSoto. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, DeSoto. My, my bad. My bad. I ain't from Texas. I, I read that wrong. <laughs> and I ain't got my glasses on. But um, yeah, I think McGovern's been okay. I think McGovern's a good player power wise. He had no problem dealing with power. I think McGovern's problem is, and you'll see it, we, we don't run as well when McGovern's in because McGovern's not as good in space when it comes to like pulling. Yeah. You don't ever see McGovern pulling nowhere or <laughs> block for feet nowhere. man it's like mcgovern <laughs> got a down block on whatever's in front of him that's what he can block yeah. and when you put guys like peters in there and you and you take tyler and push him inside you see we start getting big plays to both sides because of what we were getting from still on the right with zach martin they were clearing everything out that side and then but we weren't able to do it on the left side unless we took mcgovern out but i think when we take mcgovern out uh peters struggles a little bit with with his endurance i think because i don't understand why we keep teetering with him in and out and moving him around but um there's no i haven't said anything negative about mcgovern all season because I, I like how he's playing uh, i i don't like i don't necessarily like how much we rotate everybody but i also have never seen a team this deep uh any team i haven't seen a team that has eight linemen that can play you know until still went down we had eight guys because fournette played a little bit beginning of the season you got uh mcgovern who can play you got mm -hmm. you got uh tyler smith tyron smith coming back you got peters you know what i'm saying we got so yeah. many linemen that could start for you and, and then we got so many defensive linemen safeties all that we, we got guys that's in the safety room like mccombo and coyle who we like who if they ever had to play i would be okay with them playing who don't even see the field so i can i can say that's probably why they rotate so much but i i still don't like the rotation of your offensive line i'd rather you pitch your five best guys out there and let them rock and roll well, well let's dive into this then uh with the offensive line uh yeah. i looked up Connor mcgovern resume uh 614 snaps that's nothing to sneeze at he only allowed one sack and one penalty we know that one penalty that was on the uh, green bay right? wasn't it yeah one that penalty. wasn't even really a penalty. Either. It wasn't even really that. Yeah, so. He ain't turning. He just, he grabbed him, but it wasn't that bad. <laughs> he ain't really turned the shoulders like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, he's solid, y'all. Uh, yeah. And But we can, can we get better at that spot? Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, you can get better at that spot. For, for, yeah. for right now, he is not the reason that you lose it. He's not like Josh Ball. Yeah. And the Cowboys got a unique spot right now. But we can't sleep on the Jacksonville Jaguars if you trying to say, okay, let's play musical chairs with this front five. Let's insert Tyron Smith. Let's yeah. kick Tyler Smith down at guard. And let's, by the way, play musical chairs with Jason Peters and Josh Ball. But one thing that you mentioned just a few seconds ago uh -huh. that I know that is prevalent. What? I think that Jason Peters dealing with fatigue he, he he may not be the guy that can give you 60 of them at six foot uh, of four or five, 380 pounds. I just don't think that he can stand tall with that. And that could be the only reason why. You know, I mean, what, what you think about since we were talking about McGovern, speaking of McGovern playing solid, like we know McGovern is what he is. He's solid, right. strong guy. Right. You know, Tyron is coming back. So what you think about trying Youngin over there? Tyler Smith. I mean, <laughs> at right tackle. 
it's war. So yeah. I, I wouldn't get mad at it, man, because I'm looking at the bigger picture. Tyler Smith, he started out at Tulsa at right tackle. That's from what I heard. Yeah. And and if he can just be that swing tackle for you, and then you would say, all right, cool. We're going to have Tyron and Jason as that left or, or, or rotated Jason and Connor at that guard spot, then that's possible. But right. here's the problem. We got four more games left. The Jacks, no one to sneeze at. Trayvon Walker, I believe, he, he's nasty with it. Josh Allen on that side, they're nasty. They got crazy good linebackers that can rally Walker fly chase. Shoot. So Walker is a beast. And we've yeah. seen Tyron. Yeah. It's always the game that he come back, that he's going to look terrible. Yeah. It takes him about a game to get his feet together, y'all. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. are you going to willing to sacrifice your quarterback for that? No, definitely not. But you still, you still got to put him in there. I mean, if there's a game to no. put him in, you can't bring him back versus you know the, the Eagles. Eagles or the Titans. I think you bring him back versus the the Jags and and, and live with what you you know what what happens. You got to just you got to give him his reps. He got to get the reps. And I think we're doing too much of that. That's probably the reason Peters is gas right now because all the musical chairs. Let them get their reps. Let them get gassed and bashed on one game and then right. get it together. They're not getting enough time out there to get to knock the dust off. You know what I mean? I don't think. Or maybe he's yeah. just long in the tooth and don't got it like that no more. Who knows? But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yes, indeed. I just got to say this. All right, so here's what we up against. <laughs> it's just the craziest time for our offensive line to feel this way. The Jaguars, yes, they got a, a, a scrappy style of front, right? Their collective defense is not that great but they got a scrappy. The, the, the doggone Eagles, no one got more sacks than them. They are the number one sack team in the National Football League now. They are rated, according to Pro Football Focus, the number two defense. Now, as much as we can go back and forth and talk about the Titans, the Titans themselves are a top 10 defense. So we got three weeks in a row where it's not a comfortable bed with no. our offensive line. We going to have – and then we got pieces everywhere. So we're going to have to fight these next three weeks for real. For you real. Want, we're going to have to run the damn football. Run the you damn ball. They ain't going to be able to really uh, beat these teams. Like when you got – we got Ndamukam Sue, Limbaugh, Joseph, and Jordan Davis out there with Cox and so on. Like you're not going to be able to beat these teams unless you can tire them out and wear them down and hopefully hurt some people, to be honest with you. You got to be able to hurt somebody in the trenches so that you're not dealing with that. That's the only way we're going to get out of here. In the, in the playoffs as well, that's that's what we got to do, man. That's yeah, what we, we got to do. do. I, I, agree with you. I agree with you on that. Like, it, But it got to go down, man. It, it got to go down. We got to run the ball. I think when you get Dak into a, a, a rhythm where he might be passing okay, it doesn't matter. Like That's where we don't really realize. Like Even if Dak is killing you in the air, it's still those plays, those chunk yards in the air, that don't tire the defense out at all. No. They be right back. They be Ready right back, man. Yeah, and yeah. they still lively in the fourth quarter, third quarter, because you haven't been doing nothing to them. So we we have to run the ball. If you if you go back and listen to that Zeke interview, him and um Tony Pollard interview, they they nailed it. They hit we've been saying that all season. Like defenses don't want to see them coming at you. They don't 20, 30 times a game. They don't want to see it. They don't want to see it. I don't think a team can really deal with us easily if we're running the ball effectively and we were running the ball okay this game is just like we kind of get away from it at times are we not scheming it the same way like you said we didn't come out with 12 or 13 personnel at almost at all you know what i mean and right it's, it's just i'm not i'm not gonna be one of those fans that complain when you win it i'm not right 
we're gonna do that. But I still want to see us do what I know we're capable of, man. We got another one from Big Cam. Big Cam on fire today. He said, Will Joseph be an issue? Uh also, should we use Peters um more as a pass blocker and use ball more as on running downs? I think that mm. that part, hell no. Cause then it makes us too predictable. If you know that ball is gonna be out here on running plays, I don't <laughs> want defenses knowing that. You know, so no, no on that. And uh, as far as Joseph being an issue, I don't think he's no more an issue than um, Anthony Brown was. Like they're both giving up a big play a game. And if I, if you're gonna say it now, uh, if you're gonna give up a big play per game, and maybe you know these reps that he's getting is gonna wake him up, and he's gonna start like rocking and rolling after some time. So if he can get to that point, I would like to see it because uh, if if he wasn't playing, if Joseph wasn't playing. I would have to. I would going in the next season if he's still having these problems. I would have to call him a fuss, man. So, yeah, yeah, he's the high round draft pick, and and, and and I told him take the training wheels off. You saw he fell off of that bike. Strawberries yeah. all down yeah. his leg. Get up, get back yeah. on that bike. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what we had to do. So that fifty-one yard catch that was on him. Look, get back up, get off, get back on that bike. That's the best way. And that's the best Madison. So we got four games. Of course, Brown is out for the season. So now you get necessary reps. So he should be better next game. By Eagles game, he's going to have his hands full, ladies and gentlemen. Quiz, uh, AJ, uh, uh, the other kid, uh, Roll Tide kid, uh, Devontae uh, Smith, those yeah. boys, they ain't gonna say, all right, he still got his training wheels on, y'all. Let's, yeah. let's make it comfortable no, for him. I seen them, they, they they stretched the Giants. It was fourth and seven. Them doggone Eagles said, you know what? All right, let's let's attack these DBs. They didn't take they didn't show no mercy. And if it's no. anybody that they would not show any mercy on, oh, they gonna it'll try be to us. Us. It'll be I, can't, I can't wait for that game. Uh, you know, you know, I, I, I can't wait, wait for Lord Brunson to. To let me know we betting because he got on Twitter talking trash. I was like, Yo, how much we betting, man? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. betting that game for sure. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I want my money too. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I think I think that uh the Cowboys though, I don't really want to win this division, to be honest with you. Okay, talk to me. I don't. I don't. I feel want, like man? one, we need that edge. We seem like after the Green Bay game, I saw how we bounced back. I think we need a chip on our shoulders. I don't want to go in there with a bunch of young guys. We got a young team. Uh, young fast team I don't want to go out there with these guys feeling you know that they're world beaters going into the playoffs I want them going into the playoffs feeling battle tested with a chip on their shoulders number one and then the other half of that is Vegas I don't want Vegas giving us the heavy fate I I, I looked at the Cincinnati Bengals last year I looked at our game versus the 49ers last year and it's like you're gonna get the calls going your way when when Vegas money on the line if you if you if you get uh your ass torched you know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah, just, just like what Decker said. Decker said, "Let's be honest, it wasn't a catch against Kelvin Jones with the refs do what they want." You know, basically that yeah. that that's yeah. what you're talking about right yeah. now, Vegas. Just, just like you saw what they Vegas. did to, um to uh Jeffrey, Jefferson yesterday. Yeah, he ain't uh, step out of bounds. He ain't step Jefferson out of bounds. Jefferson, yeah. Jefferson had a touchdown. They, they ain't step out of bounds. They blew the whistle anyway. So it's like. Yeah. You know what I mean? You you, you don't want to be on the on the on the juggernaut side in this season because this season's been a strange one. Like as far as scoring uh, offenses, either defenses are getting better or offenses are getting worse. I don't know what it is, but teams aren't scoring as easy as they used to uh, this season in particular. So when you got a team that actually got it together, like Minnesota, the Eagles, us, 
who can actually score the uh, right. bill. The refs gonna be on their ass when they go up against a team that's an automatic flop because you saw what happened in the game. What game was that they took us off TV in the first half of the game? What, uh, what game? It was CBS? It was at the, the, the Vikings. Was it the Vikings? It was the Vikings game. Vikings they took game. us off TV quick as hell because they don't <laughs> want to see those lopsided type of games. So no. I mean, I feel like the refs are, are are doing their part to make sure their TV time is you know and their ratings are as right. high as they should be. <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't want those lopsided victories, man. And, and a lot of people don't like the conspiracy talk, but man, there's a little truth in everything, man. Yeah, ain't no conspiracy <laughs> if it keep happening. <laughs> if it happened one time, I say, all right, maybe that's just a thing. Let me pay. I, you know, I pay attention to patterns. So once right. I see a pattern, you can't you can't deny the pattern, and, and I don't believe in coincidences. So they happening for a reason. Uh, he says Joseph need to get better on his turns, and uh, and he's better playing off the line than on the line. I think Joseph may be better up top as a safety. You mean? Uh, no, no. I think nah. I think he he a corner for sure. He a yeah. corner for sure. He, he but, plays better when he's. When he got the ability to read a rag at the LOS, I think he's a physical one. Yeah. Uh, the third and nine or something like that, he batted the ball. If he played lax, that's a catch, you know, yeah. uh, on the on him. So I think that he he plays better with more timing, rhythm, and and if the safety over the top, they'll get a good vibe and the feel of him too, and they'll yeah. know when to roll and all of that. So just give him more time. Let him fall off that bike a little bit more. I yep. know mama will be like, no, 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 no. Put some yeah. knee pads and a helmet yeah. on. No, get back on that bike without that knee pads and helmet. Yeah, Take no. the training wheels off. You know? We need that. Yeah, we need that. I think if, if, if he's getting the reps that he's supposed to get and then he's going to get some, we know we go into the playoffs. So you're going to get some playoff tick this season too if you're healthy going in there. So right. I think that'll be the growing pains. Uh, he needs in order to come back in the next season and be able to win out in training camp because you even heard Jerry Jones kind of say it like you know it's finally time for him to focus on football because yeah. he's saying you know that maybe he wasn't all the way there and you know what happened to him this offseason or what he did I ain't gonna say nothing happened to him but what he happened to this offseason um but with, with that and I, I, I was watching the the reporters man that was kind of shady too I was watching yeah. one of the um the the Dan Quinn interviews where they were talking about Joseph playing oh, wow. and they kept asking questions to try to get Dan Quinn to talk about the offseason yeah. issues. Oh wow. And Dan Quinn kept circling back and just talking about him playing more in training camp or something like that. He would just deflect from what they were saying. We so want to do that in Dallas too, man. Yeah, they they want to talk about that something crazy. Yeah. But yeah. um, you know, it, it happened, it is what it is. They they let Ray Lewis live, so you gotta let him <laughs> live, you know what I mean? Yeah. Gotta let him live. But yeah. I do want to see him get that playoff experience so that he can step up and show us what he got because I like the kid. I, I, I said this when he was coming out, and I still think it to this day. Kelvin Joseph is the best talent at corner yeah. on this team. And when I say yeah. talent, I mean he has ball skills, not on the level of a Trayvon, but he right. has ball skills. His man coverage ability is there. His zone coverage ability is there. But it's something to do with with IQ and, and timing and understanding what's going on. That's his problem. His problem is solely cerebral. It's not physical at all. Physically, he's the best combine athlete at corner on this team. You know yeah. what I mean? It's Fluid. the mental aspect of the game that's been and, him problem. And, and just to piggyback off of that, the hero last week, Dayron Bland, right? Not a soul is talking about Dayron Bland today because 
we seen him. You know, he, he got yeah. caught on a few times. And that's what the life of a DB is. Yeah. You're going to get used and abused. They're going to catch some catches on you. But yeah. at the time, you got to have a short-term memory. What yeah. you did good last week, erase all of that. Sure, yeah. It don't matter. It's a week-to-week thing. And yeah. what happened here is that eventually you will earn your respect Nobody throwing the ball to Trayvon Diggs way this season like they was tempting to do last season. And that's why I like that. So eventually these DBs going to get their respect, but it's earned, not given. Remember Corey Webster from the Giants back in the day, right? Yeah, yeah. and He had the same kind of career. It was like he was getting torched early. And then that season when they went in, uh, I think they played Green Bay. Uh, They played Green Bay and he went off. And I'm like, mm-hmm. then from there, he was a top corner. He started playing like his, like himself. So right. I think that might be the thing with Joseph. If if he has it between the ears, he's gonna be a hell of a player. And I, I think, and I think his his ceiling is definitely higher than AB's. I just felt like AB's floor, you know, uh, his current level, like they they too close right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? They like the same player, except for one's younger and the other one understands what's going on. You know what I'm saying? But, so but you know what? Ask, but but you know what? It's going to be AB. You know who, like, I looked at this right here last week. This dude gave up eight touchdowns, right? He was the second most targeted DB in the National Football League. Passer rating when targeted was way over than what AB was doing. Passer rating when targeted was right at 100 something, you know? And his name is Ashanti Samuel Jr. Everybody was giving him flowers on his rookie year. But I said, just wait. Pump the brakes. So he this dude allowed eight touchdowns. He's the second you most targeted guy. You know, who else, you know who else allowed more touchdowns to A.B. this year? Who's that? Jalen Ramsey. Oh, wow. I, I need to look, look at Jalen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they be like, hey, man, league, man. You know? But I don't see nobody talking about, hey, man, we need a Shante now, you know? Right. You know? Why you doing that? I got Eternal Dynasty or Eternal Dynasty. I know what you're trying to do. I like uh-huh. that play on words, man. He said, what did the Texans do to neutralize our pass rush? Um, I think, honestly, it was the RPO, it was the fact that they kept mixing it up. When you game plan for a stationary quarterback and then you get a little mixture, they had Driscoll in there and so on. I think that was mm-hmm. kind of throwing us off a little bit. And uh, we weren't in a situation all game. You can't really tee off if you're not in third and long situations most of the game. So yeah. they did a good job of keeping it third manageable. Uh, yeah. That's one. And then two. Ooh, they burn uh, it up. Oh, my bad. My bad. Oh, they burn it up, Jalen Ramsey. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, pass, rate, pass rating went targeted 123. You heard. You heard. Five missed tackles. You only got one INT. Yeah, it. Oh. His his stuff is terrible, man. You heard? <laughs> oh God, no, boy. But when I was man. arguing for AB, they talking like I'm crazy. I said, no, he he playing. He, he playing, playing better than okay. him. <laughs> it's not great, but it's like I ain't mad at it. You know what I mean? It ain't great, but I ain't mad at it, man. Yeah. But when I said that, the people think I'm crazy. But I look at all the players around the league, so I'm like, I can see what other guys that are supposed to be the guy. I can see what's happening to him. But um, yeah. um, but basically. When you got a game that's close to you, uh, internal dynasty. When you got a game that's close, you can't really tee off and and and, pitch, and pin your ears back and pass rush the way we was doing in the Colts game. True. And we can't get that creative with it because you got to still keep that that run mentality or run defensive mentality in there, or at least run personnel in there 
because they keeping you honest because the game was pretty close. Most matter of fact, they was up uh, at, at times in the game for most of the game. So at the end of the day, you can't tee off and pa your pass rush not going to be great when teams can run and you know that there's a possibility that they might be running before the snap. Once you know and you got the game in hand and you know that the game is in hand or you feel like it's not getting away from you, like we did in the Colts game and a lot of these games where we blowing guys right. out, that, that pass rush looks great because we know they have to pass. They didn't have to pass. And let me get in on this. Uh, uh, that's why I was saying earlier, they use stack formations, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, or, or trips, bunch formations. And what they can do is, you have to still respect the RPO game. You have to yep. still respect Pierce. And they forced the Cowboys to spread out. And yep. they saw our weakness size. So when they tried to pass rush, they said, okay, quick pass tunnel screen. Pick, yep. pick, pick, quick pass, screen pass. And that's what they was doing to utilize the pass rush. And if you go back and look at the last two games, the Colts did a wonderful job on that. And as well as the Texans did a great great job of scouting against that and it's hard for you to get a a, a sack off of a screen pass i yep. don't know if anybody ever done it you can get an int yeah but, then, but then, then look what you're facing with you loading you're getting your guys so close to the los you're not no longer playing your cover three yep but check this out let me ask you this do you feel like the texans might have possibly uh exposed us a little bit are caught on to what our exposure is because if you look at the eagles you look at chicago you yeah. look at um driscoll yesterday you look at um who else we played another running quarter we played the giants i think we, we played them handily even though they got kind of a running quarterback but the teams that we blow out are stationary quarterbacks usually like like your kirk cousins so yeah 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 we, if we rush into a spot and you only <laughs> you're a pocket passer we're gonna get you but yeah. when we when we play against teams that have mobile quarterbacks, we haven't figured that out yet. So do you think that the Texans have shown how you because you just said it, like neutralize our pass rush by, like you said, spreading them out and making us think rather than rush up the field? Because it's not the only thing that can stop us from rushing is us playing conservative on the edge because we think you're trying to do something else to it, like RPO mm. or pin us in inside crackback blockers or something like that. That's what's stopping us from going up feeling like doing what we're supposed to do. So do you think the Texans might have exposed something with that? They they, they did. Uh but that's that's common practice, right? Screen passes to alleviate some of the to stop the bleeding, right? Uh we would bleed out, use the um the physicality nature of that against them. And there's only one team like th this is what this is what really makes me angry, Okoye. Like the Cowboys, we're not a good screen team for no. some reason. And when we do it, everybody, mama, uncle, cousin. Even when we try to run a screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they know. Look, look, last year that play worked for us. And then the cards, like, nah, not no more. Buddha Baker. I think Shaq got a bad poker face. I right. think he's giving it away with his face. Are you giving it away? <laughs> he's tipping his hat somehow because yeah. I said the same thing. Like, we don't throw the ball. We don't throw good short passes, period, when it comes to like screens and little the little quick shovels. We don't got a lot of that in our we, in our playbook. We don't have none of that in our heart. We obviously don't need it. We playing good without it, but we just not one of those teams that's affected that. I literally hold my breath when Dak throw it because I'm thinking like, hey, this dude gonna jump that, right? Yep. I don't know if it's too much air on it, if it's too strong, or the kind of caliber of, like, we would see all wide receivers, they would wait for the ball to get to them. 
Yeah. Whereas I see other wide receivers, they're gonna yeah, attack yeah. the ball. They're gonna go get it and continue to move. So it could be how they they that's dial my, up those plays. And that's and my training. problem with with Noah Brown versus C.D. Lamb across the middle of the field. Noah Brown, C.D. Lamb, and uh and and Schultz are, are all been targeted quite a bit across the middle of the field. This across season. the middle. Noah Brown gonna go get it. Uh, Dalton Schultz gonna go get it. Gonna go get it. Stevie Lamb not gonna go get it across no, the middle. No, no, no. no, so no, I'm gonna no. just keep him out the middle of the field and we'd be fine. Half seven of the interceptions was to him across the middle of the field. You know, just stop throwing it to him across the middle of the field. Let him do his his thing, move him around, get those quick looks, give him the ball, and he's our yak guy. Get the ball in his hands and let him do his thing. And then when you get him pinned on a safety because you got the right leverage. Okay, throw a deep to him off the perimeter because if you miss those, it's just it's just him in the safety or him in the corner. Don't matter. Mm. But across the yeah. middle of the field, we keep trying to beat that single high look with CD Lamb uh digging or breaking or cutting across his face. He never cuts across the guy's face. So, like like you said, he's not one of those guys that's gonna go get it because he don't want to get laid out doing it. You see, you see what happened to uh mm. what, happened, what happened to everybody yesterday? Yeah. Gallup, yeah. Yeah. James Washington. He like, man, forget Washington man. <laughs> But, but the only way you can stop that is the mentality of our DBs. Now, I'm still got a re- reservations on Kelvin Joseph to blow up that tunnel screen to, to like talk about literally go through the guy. I know for sure. I love my guy Trayvon Diggs, man. But he ain't gonna blow up no tunnel screen. He ain't gonna blow up no screen plans. Man. Man. <laughs> Diggs the guy now. He's like he's gonna be a permanent decoy because ain't nobody gonna ain't nobody crazy enough to keep targeting him. And, right, uh, right, but, but they but, can keep targeting them on that on that screen pass. Screen because, and run play. Yeah. That's that's going to be in the playoffs. That's what you're going to see. Teams going to try to attack him short and force him to step up. And I don't think Diggs like we already seen that Diggs can do it. He like a Dion guy. Like right, if right. he has to tackle, he going to tackle you. Yeah, he just understand yeah. that ain't what he get paid for. Man, he get paid to tackle when he has to though. Because you saw the end of that Cincinnati game, he, he he did a pretty good job there. So I think he can tackle, but right. he's trying to save himself. Because right. he's not the he's not the most sturdy of guys, and he knows that. You know what I mean? So I can't. I, I would rather have him out there than than not because he he wanted to show me that he can. You know he he can he can hit. I don't care if you can hit, brother. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. You know what you do. Hey, everybody! Was, everybody yeah. holding their breath when he was holding his thumb. I said, "Shoot, DB, you he'll take need that thumb, thumb. Yeah. yeah, he'll need that thumb for the castle now. Cool. Yeah, I said he's gonna be back. Right as long as he's holding his legs is cool. He ain't holding his ankle. You good? Right. Uh, right. Uh, Big Cam said, "Can DQ be proven to stop running QB?" Uh, he did. He, look, Pierce under eighty yards, right? And the last two running backs under uh yeah, 80 yards running, running, running quarterbacks yeah. though. Running quarterbacks. Oh, oh, running quarterbacks. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, you don't stop doing it. <laughs> but you know what's crazy though? When we did it because they they he knows. See, Quinn knows. They know. I'm not wrong, man. You saw who they put out there when they wanted to when we needed to stop them. Uh-huh. They put Sam Williams' ass right back out there on the edge. Oh, you know that, right? Because they they know who who they best edge guys are, and so they put uh, Fowler out there too. When it comes to those RPO quarterbacks, you don't want to say to to, and and this is why I say go to three four sometimes, because you don't want to say to D Law after doing what he does, we want you off the field so that. Sam Williams can play on the edge because you just can't keep the edge against these faster quarterbacks. You can't say that to him. And you can't yeah. say, oh, yeah, Fowler don't give up none of those edge runs because he get upfield and he cut stuff off or whatever. You can't say that to him. But mm. why not just move him inside and let those guys play out there? And I don't see why we don't do that. 
we keep saying D Law, we trust you because they don't want to piss him off because he right. is playing, he having a great season. But nah. it's just the truth. Against running quarterbacks, he is not your guy on the edge because nah. he's not it. On, he, he, we can quarterbacks flat right now if we just stop being stubborn with that. I, I got a solution, and, and it's not going to be a popular opinion. What's he that? played too damn good last game, right? LVA. But if you just pick him up, you got to kill it with speed. With these running quarterbacks, you pick LV up, put him on the sidelines. You make Parsons your mic. That's that's gonna and then he tell him spy. to spy, and then you have he'll get sacks as a spy too. He'll get he'll get sacks. He, it's all what people love with Fred Warner do. Just put it on steroids if you have Parsons there. But people love the, the sacks, right? But that's the story of another day. You have Clark, and then you bring in your boy Jabril Cox. Hey, that's 235 pounds juxtaposed to being 215 pounds. And you still get the same variance of speed out there. Clark versus, I mean, Clark, Parsons, and Cox opposed to opposed to uh, J-Rock and, of course, LVE. Because what we're trying to say is you need somebody that can bust chops from hook to flat. And what we're saying is these running quarterbacks, they capture the edge. It, it, that's that's eight yards. That's ten. Yep. 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 Every time, too. Every time, too. So I feel like we can stop them. I just think that, you know. Personnel-wise. Politically, politically no we can't on a consistent basis. Yeah, politically we having problems because it's not a meritocracy. <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you look at on film, I don't put it on film, you don't put it on film. Where you say, okay, I haven't seen, and, and we don't talk about this a lot, but I haven't seen Fowler screw up on an RPO play or contain on the edge at no. all. No. None. The entire no. season. Sam Williams, you might have caught him once or twice, but his recovery speed, speed. is so crazy, it don't matter. And then yeah. right after you do it, he's going to do it. He's going to have a play where he's going to slam the shit out of somebody and make you not want to try that shit again anyway. And you right. don't run RPO with Sam Williams out there because he's so – I mean, not like DLR ain't evil, but DLR can't get his hands on those quarterbacks. I think you push him inside on those in, – in, in those games. He's like, when right. you play a running quarterback – you're going to play more inside. And I wouldn't have a problem with that because D-Law is solid. If they do try to run inside and hand it off to the running back, I would rather have D-Law inside right there anyway, next to a Hankins or next to a Watkins or one of those guys. So I wouldn't have a, over Osa is what I'm saying. <laughs> Big facts. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Um, I mean, although I love Osa, I think D-Law is going to be give you a better player at that spot than, uh, than Osa does in those situations. Uh, Sean T, thanks for the $5. He said, uh, why do two safeties give up? I mean, give Dak so many issues. Um, that and quarterbacks uh, coverage had Dak's padding the ball five to six times. Uh, need to attack the corner, uh, the corner and seam. Um, so those like three questions. But why do uh, two high safeties give him trouble? Cover two give everybody trouble, man. To be yeah. honest with you, uh, because you you either get, you got to split those safeties, and that's hard to do if they disguise in that. Number one, and then uh, Lovey Smith kind of said it. They threw so many looks at him, both post and pre-snap. And I watched it a little bit in the Colts game too, where I thought the Colts were playing man a lot, right? Because they were following guys. They were following guys and still playing cover three, and mm. you're not finding out that it's cover three until you got the ball. And you're already looking. So when you're saying why he patting, patting is like a idiosyncrasy that he go through, a, a tick that he go through while he going through his progression. So that's probably why he patting the ball. But uh, you know, it's just like a nervous tick. But right. uh, when you look at his pre-snap IQ, that got a very high pre-snap IQ. You can't 
just come out there. And I think that's because he knows that he didn't coming into the league. He said, all, all I knew was Madden. So he learned <laughs> how to identify everything pre-snap. So now uh, uh, coaches are are disguising things so much for him that he's not figuring out what's going on until he already got the ball in his hands. And that's why you get some hesitance from Dak. You might get some errant passes out of that because uh, the, and, and the thing that was working for him the greatest, like Dak used to throw into the triangle. Right. Throw the edges short and throw deep across the middle only. That's the mm. one thing that don't work for him no more. He hit never. It, it don't work. And let me break down cover two as well. Uh, cover two, you're supposed to be able to run and you got to pass underneath. Yep. We don't have a guy like cover two, think two, two high safeties. You got your, your outside cornerbacks. So you got to throw into zones or you got to throw into pockets. And you got to also understand that you got what sink hook or hook in the middle of yep. Okoye. Yep. That when, that, we when, that, when that middle linebacker bail out. Yeah, and it's all, and you can't hold on to that, right? Mm. Dax, because once he drop into that hook, shoot, y'all, you supposed to go underneath or run. So go back and watch the ninety-eight yarder, right? Dak had to, when he was in the end zone, he had to throw out and up those DBs and those linebackers, those linebackers basically, was batting the jumping up at the ball. He knew that that was a soft spot in the zone. And the area on cover two, the weakness of any cover two, look it up, y'all, is deep in the middle. middle of the field, deep yeah. middle. If you can oh, get there, and you, you got, got you, you got, got to throw that ball. That middle linebacker, make him yeah, you got to throw that thing right at it. And by... I get it. A lot of people don't like the dink and dunk, but that's what you're supposed to do on the cover two. Hit, make them pay. Make those DBs get down. And then if they still have, if they play, um, what is it, press press out? Yeah. You call it, uh, two man under. Two man under. Yeah, you play yeah. two man under. Then shoot, uh, post you can eat with a post or a skinny. And yeah. those are trunk plays yeah and that's what i would love i would love to see press two man under and the safety he got the safety he gonna have to hold he can't break to the edge until the the ball is determined if not coach gonna eat him up because he still gotta take care of the middle of the field and if you got a person that can run a seam ladies and gentlemen they playing two man under that's gonna be a chunk play or a post and i think that on the post, he's not gonna come in and make that work for us, though. That's that's, that's, that's gonna why. work for you. We were but, trying it with, with well, we I think trying we're it with Lamb all Koye, I'll, yeah. on the cover too. I want us to run it on it, force them to get the extra safety yeah. down inside the box, and You're then right. eat off the throws. I don't want you to force the throw into cover two yeah. because a lot of you things can happen. Run. like you, you make it so that if they don't want that extra safety in the box, you know what I mean? If you're gonna take that safety and you're gonna walk him off 10 15 yards off the ball. Run the ball almost every time. Make them pay for that. But we got we got DJ's world too. Uh, appreciate you, Sean T. Hope that answers your question. But yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you 100. Run the ball. Make make them pay for that. Yeah, uh, DJ's world said uh, 14 Tony Romo or any year of that. No hate, but I'm thinking Tony. Uh, so you basically saying would you take Tony any of uh, Tony Romo's season over Dax? Um, I ain't never seen Tony Romo on a team like this. I can say that. Period. So yeah. no. No, no, I mean, Tony. No, 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 no. Give me, give me true talk. Give me 14 Romo in 14 days on this team. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can have everybody else. Give me 14 Romo in this. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. With, 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 show, this team? With, with this team. Shoot. And, and, shoot. Yeah. That's a little crazy. 
That's crazy. I, I thought he was saying 14 seasons. Are any of uh, Dave Rome even play 14 seasons? I don't know. Yeah, he but, played 14 seasons, but okay. I thought he was saying but, but any if you're talking of about 2014. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say let's let, let's just say this, man. It's and like no, and no shade upon Dak Prescott. We're talking yeah. about this experience. We're talking about the yeah. chemistry levels of the quarterback. Come on with the wide receiver. No, that, Romo, that, that, Romo, Romo favorites. I think Romo would beast with a with a strong running game. Romo showed you what he can do. When he he had the same problems that Dak has, he just he, people just don't give him the same hell for it. Tony Romo was trying to carry teams, carry the team himself too. And True. when he learned, when he started breaking down a little bit, he learned my running back and my tight end are my best friends, man. So he just right. started handing the ball off like crazy uh, in 2014, and, and and we saw the difference. He didn't have to; he had to do what he needed to do to win games in the end. But he he trusted and relied on his run game. So I think Dak has learned that now, though. He seemed like he's getting it right. to a degree. So no. I'm not; I don't got a problem with Dak right now, man. I, but no. I wouldn't say I, I I would like them both. I, I really wouldn't care. And and, and and for those who thinking that Tony Romo threw the ball all over the field in that in that year, he only threw for 300 yards one time in that entire season. By the way, yep. so so what people thinking that what they want, hey, you just got to be be mindful of that too. You know, it wasn't. When you, nice, when, nice. when you even when you even look at um everybody talk about Peyton Manning all the time. When you look at Peyton Manning's winning seasons, his best seasons was when he just handed the ball off in the right situation. Tom hmm. Brady as well. Like Tom Brady's best friend were his running backs, like Garrett Blunt, James White, uh Burkhead, those guys, like when he or, or Corey Dillon. When they hmm. have a strong running game, they're hard to beat. A good quarterback that knows how to putt, be a good finisher is what I mean. They're, they're hard to beat with a team around them. And that's all you really need, regardless of who it is. I think yeah. Dak has shown me, though, this season he's shown me so far that he has what it takes to, to to pull out those gutsy games. And he understands that he don't got to carry this team, not just because he of what he's doing on the field, but he's actually saying it. And he wasn't right. saying that before. He used to say little glib shit. They used to maybe right. say, like, come on, man. Like, why are you saying this? Right. Stop putting it on your receivers. Like, it's, you don't need to be throwing all the time. You not. You don't need to be a 50-pad. You don't need to be Mahomes to be great. You know what I mean? Right. But now he kind of get it. So I ain't been saying nothing about him. I ain't been saying nothing about him. But um, we got more. To, we got more to hear. It's a lot of y'all super chatting in here. I appreciate that. That's the law. That's the that's the uh the law effect. Yeah, you know I, mean? <laughs> I appreciate it. I come it, up here, they treat me like they treat me like a stripper when you in here. <laughs> you know I like it. Uh, uh, front Troy Presley said, uh, "I've been watching Dak since he got uh, back. Dak is playing hurt. If you don't believe me, watch the tapes. Um, you, I wouldn't say you playing hurt. No, no. Nah, you, no. you seem like he all right. You yeah, alright to me. Yeah." Yeah, he's making, he making throws that he wasn't like I said, Dak used to only be able to throw across the middle. If you forced him to throw long or deep outside or timing routes outside, those were his problems. That's what he's throwing picks like crazy doing that. Now mm -hmm. his picks are coming in the his in his sweet spot, which is across the middle. Right. He's not coming to the outside. He actually and for that, like look at that Noah Brown catch that we were just talking about when Noah mm -hmm. Brown throws to the outside. He's starting to throw passes where only his guys can get it outside, and that takes crap. Uh, if you want, if you want to look back at it, it was a uh, um, the Minnesota game. Ceedee Lamb on the sideline. Dak right. is running out. He running to the sideline. He he sees Pat Pete in between Ceedee Lamb and him. He can't right. throw the ball straight at him. He had to throw the ball out of bounds where Ceedee Lamb can lay down and still catch that ball and run while running. So Dak is making throws that he wasn't accustomed to making throughout the rest of his career. So I don't think he hurts. Right, right, right. So, you know, Dak, 
Dak, what, 14 touchdowns to nine interceptions? Or, or could could be right around there. Yeah, somewhere there. You he know, he's he going to have to get better with that. But also, we will be called out here. Wide receivers got to do their job, too, to help them. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I would say, like, the the majority of his interceptions, the reason I, I – you know, if I'm if somebody going to complain about some interceptions, it's probably going to be me. But the reason I haven't complained much about them is because there is truth to the fact that Lamb is supposed to break across those guys' faces, you know, regardless. Uh, there's no reason why Dak would throw at a single high safety that he can see standing there pre-snap. He's standing in the same spot. Safety literally right. has to move because right. he's he trying to get, sit you down right underneath him and hope that you cross his face. But you see, when you see what Jalen Petrie was doing to guys, you see why guys don't want to cross those guys' faces because that's a free hit. And they don't yeah. want to take that. So yeah. that that's what my knock was on Lamb. It's like you a tough guy, but I think those are business decisions that he's making. When he it's not IQ. It ain't right. IQ because I know after the first one, you was told, Hey, cross the face. Right. So why you ain't do it the next time or the next yeah. time or the next hey. you know what? And, and, and these receivers, they be letting the, when they let it down, like even Schultz. You know, he get let down, he's going to start pointing to his knee. Like, oh, my knee. He yeah, I see show. Yeah. Oh, my knee. You know? <laughs> he, rolled hey. he, start, he start doing the uh the Fred Sanford, the Sanford and Sons draw. Like, oh, I'm coming. I'm coming, Lillian. Yeah, hey. yeah, lay down. I know he's he going to go back to that. Damn. Damn, yeah. Zach, I didn't know you were going to hit me right there. That, that tight. So it was my knee. You know what I'm saying? And then James Washington. Oh, my feet, man. I'm just take me out, man. I ain't ready yep. yet. You know? Yep. <laughs> Drummer Cam said, uh, what kind of passing concepts will we have ran against the Texans soft zone? I think Law kind of answered that already. Like, you should have ran more. And yeah. like he said, you have you, you, when those safeties are split wide, you got a two-way option with that middle linebacker if he's not a Micah Parsons, Fred Warner type of guy who got that athleticism. Because if you look at you, you see how uh, LVE is. When we run cover two with LVE, it's a mm -hmm. reason we don't run a lot of cover two. Because right. if you have LVE out there having to change directions in the middle of the field, you're going to get killed. You know, he's going to make the tackle. He, gonna, he might get there for the tackle, but he's not able to break anything up because he, his change of direction skills, just like most linebackers, ain't the greatest. Going backwards, stopping on a dime, coming back forward, that's something that safeties and corners practice. Linebackers mm -hmm. generally don't do that very well. Right, right. And even though, like, Christian Harris last night, I mean, he's a 4-4 guy, y'all, you know. So, as a yeah. linebacker for the Texans, he, yeah. he don't have the greatest change of direction. But, shoot, use him on an island, man. Run the ball more. Shoot, Tony and Zeke was killing, killing it on the edge. It just shot yeah. away from him. Yeah, the Texans was, was, was very I, – I, I give it to him. We already gonna get everybody best punch because of who we are. But now winning and and being a team that's like rolling teams over. Like once you put on film several times in one season that you can easily score thirty, you can put up thirty like nothing. Right. Once the team know that, you already gonna get their attention in the film room. That's number right. one. Uh, right. And then you getting their best punch because they already don't like you too. So the Texans showing that they came out. Petrie came out. I was like, man, y'all should have drafted me. Y'all should have drafted me, man. Yeah, he came out killing people, man. Uh, and same thing. Well, but really everybody. I, I saw Malik Collins actually was playing well too. Like everybody was hitting over there. Number one, Smith was a backup corner. He got two interceptions. You know what I mean? Like those guys. What was his came first out. name? It's Smith was balling, dog. I don't know his first name. I never even heard. I never heard him. I, don't yeah, I know it wasn't Jalen. Isai Harrell might be able to tell you, but Isai Harrell really a he really a Cowboys fan. I asked yeah. him. I said. I said, who who number five for your team, man? He said, uh, he ain't no Petrie name. I said, how y'all know him? That's, that's that's your player. Wow. I know 
Yeah, yeah. Wow. He, he a cowboy fan who just liked to hate on the Cowboys because he was told, you know how you, you know you gotta get through your childhood trauma. He was told yeah. by his parents that he was a Texans fan since he was a kid or something. You know what I mean? So so he sit there and act like a a, a Texans fan, but he really a Cowboys fan. Hey, hey you know what happened kid. though? A lot with Cowboy fans though. Some of them used to be Cowboy fans, but in the last twenty years or such, we've been so embarrassed, right, by the four ladder and peer pressure had yeah. them to take the star off, and they yeah. and they tend to say, "Well, I like this other team," yeah. and I've seen it happen before because. I'm from Mississippi, so yeah. there's only a few. It was only Cowboys, Niner fans. But yeah. when, when they had Drew Brees, the same, yeah. I saw a lot of Cowboy fans Take and Niner fans jump took jump ship and start rooting for Drew Brees. I said, wait Man, a minute. That's, that's, like, that's like when you ask your wife, like, what yeah. team you like? She's like, the, the ones with the best colors. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. <laughs> that's how my eyes <laughs> too. But my wife, she's from, the bandwagon. she's from California, so you oh, know she was. Oh, I like the Rams colors. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. She said, I like San Diego. I like San Diego Chargers. You know? <laughs> she a Cowboy fan now, though. <laughs> she better be. <laughs> <laughs> she better be. I force her. Hey, we, we go on Cowboys all day. Take they that. No choice, I like you. <laughs> <laughs> like, you see what, you see what YouTube doing? You better, you better jump on. Uh, break. Uh, Brent, uh, Brent takes. He said Dak hit Gallup on the sideline and and that honey hole, honey hole against cover two two. Uh, but that's hard ass throw to make consistently uh, against NFL players. Yeah, sure, and yeah. it's a way to get your guy killed because. You you got to throw with anticipation on those throws. As soon as he clears that corner, you got to let the ball go. Regardless, yeah. you got to let it go. So yeah. if that safety understand what's going on, he's gonna tee off on you. The only way to do it is if you hold the safety with something in the scene that make it so he can't press down on you like that. Other than that, yeah, you're gonna get killed. But even if that's happening, corners understand like they don't have they they have flat to short to flat like 15 yards off to flat. They right. can ride up with you a little bit too, so you still don't know what that corner might do because even though they're in cover two they could play cover two off where they sync up a little bit you know mm -hmm. what i mean and then uh converge on a flat late and then you're throwing an uh, easy interception on those because they can trick you on those so was it cover two when he threw cover the second two. interception talking about that no not the interception he talking it's about that uh that route that gallup dropped right yeah. he got hit i think out of bounds or something but he dropped yeah. one but it yeah. was up did he did he catch that? I don't I don't know if he caught it or not. But they they did Man. catch that. They threw that. That was a nice that was a nice uh that was a nice throw. That was a, yeah. that, what that's another thing Dak's been doing this season that I wasn't seeing. Like if you go back to any of my Dak breakdowns where I was breaking him down, it was he wasn't taking advantage of guys on the outside one on one, right? Uh, and he wasn't throwing with anticipation. He been yeah. throwing with anticipation this season a little bit too much. That's where the interception. <laughs> that joke bite him, man. Yeah, he's he throwing around a dig. That joke around a post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little yeah. bit too much. Yeah. Uh, you got uh, Big Cam. Let me go through these super chats. Yeah. Big Cam. He says, uh, "Should the addition of Ty help break up that cover two defense?" Exactly. Like what we just talked about. If you have him in the scene that can hold those safeties uh, in the middle of the field, you could take advantage of the outside a little bit more, which will force them out of a cover two look into something a little bit more favorable. But yeah, I, I would say so. Also, he can bend back inside behind that linebacker and you forcing that linebacker. Like if you if you run a dig right right into that linebacker's uh, hook, hook zone, well, hook he got to respect that. And he yep. can't converge. And even if he, even if you ain't got that hook route there, ain't no linebacker chasing T.Y. Hill. And, 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 let, and let him know what he got to do against the robber. Against a robber, you want to you want to make sure like 
Well, that's against a, a, a cover one. But against a robber, you want to make sure yeah. you, you flood that zone. So you want to give him a two-way look. So that safety that's dropping down, we used to do that with uh, X Woods all the time. We they would run, they would run like drag routes or flood concepts against a robber because you want to have in breaking routes that are above and below him. So he got it, you got a choice. So it makes it easy for the quarterback to read where he want to go with that ball based off of if that safety drives, you know, all right, well, I'm going to throw deep. If that safety floats back, I'm gonna throw underneath. And he, you could do that to him all day or with a two-way go. You know what I mean? Because he don't got no help. You could do that all day to him. Hey, 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 one more, one more. Go ahead. Describe the skies cover two for him right quick. Oh, you talking about when they when they drop a safety down at the bottom? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's it, 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 Clear the same concept, yeah. but you got to be able to decipher that. Rick, go, go ahead and break no it down. Way, no way break really, it down some stuff, baby. Yeah, there's Yo. no way to really figure that out, though, like because you figure it out post-snap. So it's the same cover two concept. Like You, you got the same concept. You still got to throw across the middle uh, and uh, throw underneath that linebacker either or. But when they disguise that cover two, you have to not only make that throw, because it's a time and throw and it's touch. Like if you look at um, the last drive where we were throwing the short show, they didn't have time to disguise anything because we were playing hurry up. So they were coming right. out flat where they were supposed to be. But earlier in the game, they were disguising it. And you saw that they were breaking those passes up because they were disguising it, because they were tricking Dak into thinking that he had a look that he didn't have. It was forcing him to throw those balls late across the middle. And you can't throw the ball late across the middle. So that's what a disguise cover two does that a base cover two won't do. A base cover two, you know, you know. I got to throw with time and I got to sit this ball down quick with sit some a disguise type of cover two, you got to be a psycho like Aaron Rodgers to even think you're going to be doing that anyway. Because right. most quarterbacks are going to wait to see what they're looking at before they do that. Especially when Dak already had thrown two interceptions. That was going to make him even more gunshot. So that's what the two interceptions actually made me like Dak even more in that more. game, believe it or not. Because yeah. he had all the reasons on that last drive to be gunshot, and he wasn't. Yo. Been, let, me, let me give him that one on that one. Yeah. That joker, that joker broke that down like a fraction, baby. <laughs> Long throw the fastball. He's like, how about this? <laughs> how about that? How about Robert? How about cover two? Disguise cover two. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Long killing me. <laughs> I got me sweat over here. Killing me in here, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've been it. It's my life. Oh, I've been my life. Hey, hey, shout out to R. Kelly, though, man. You know, Hope all is well, man. You know, you know what I'm going to say about Kells, man? I'm going to say this about Kells, man. He knew, he knew he wrote that music. He knew he wrote that song. He, my, he didn't release it. Oh, he did release that because he's talking too much relevant shit. But he did what he did when he was young, right? When when he was younger, he, I think he did the first one, right? Right. I think he did. That was him on that tape when he was young, right? Yeah, but right, he right. ain't did shit since then. No. So no. he got convicted off of... Uh, surviving R. Kelly, the, the movie, the show. He got convicted because they he was no, it was no way he was getting a they fair trial. They feel Cosby here, man. They quaaludes that happened in 1973. Yeah. They're like, look, well, hey. You know, you know what he did that made them come after him like that? He tried to buy back his catalog, which is worth like a billy right now. He Whew. wanted to buy back his catalog. They said, oh, oh yeah? Oh yeah, we got you. They turned him off like a light. You know what I'm saying? I like, God damn. Damn. All right, we got hey, hey, the same right. day with Bill Cosby, he tried to buy. Man, we talking to you. Oh, you don't buy NBC? Are you sure yeah. you want to buy NBC? He said, oh, yeah, yeah, I want to buy NBC. He said, hit the button. Hit the button. 1972. Hit the you know, he, he put some quaaludes in my drink. You know? Man, listen. <laughs> 
Listen, I'm not even as famous as Bill Cosby. And I know I ain't got the Quaalude, no goddamn body. Because people be like, that's a Koye? I be getting all kinds of pics, all kinds of pictures. So if that's the case with me, and I'm just a Koye, I don't believe it. I don't think Bill Cosby got to do oh that to get no woman, man. But oh I, I digress. Anyway, James Tyson, he said, he, he said, think we might kick the tires on Bobby Massey, free agent, right tackle, uh, last started with Denver. I don't even know who he is. I would have I to. Know who. I would have to look at him. I know, um, I know Bobby Belt, but I don't know Bobby. I, I doubt that we would do that though, because um, I think we 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 got a deep uh, um, offensive line room, man, and we got guys that are versatile, like Peters, who can move uh, around a little bit. Monte Collins, yeah, yeah, and even Tyler Smith. Tyler Smith was a right tackle, and I think his, his footwork wise, I think he could play right tackle. I, it would be a big ask to ask him to do that, but what it would do. The same effect we talking about with Kelvin Joseph, where he getting those reps everywhere. Tyler Smith has been a left guard, he's been a left tackle, and he's been he's gonna be a right tackle. And if we can't get still in here in the beginning of the next season, starting the beginning of the next season, Tyler Smith would be a guy that you wouldn't mind starting the beginning of the next season at right tackle. So him, I think you will get, I think we'll move guys around and give them reps over there rather than bringing a new guy this late in the season. I don't, yeah. I think Peters was the new guy. And that's it. I don't think they're bringing another one. Uh, yeah, we, got, we got DJ. He said the O-line back to what it was when Smith and Martin were in their prime or are another player as good as Parsons. Um, mm. What are you saying? Hold on, hold on. Let me see. The O-line. The O-line back to what it was when Smith and Martin. So you're talking about with, with, with Ty, Tyron Smith and Martin. He said uh, we're in their prime or Another player as good as Parsons. I don't know what she was asking with the, as good as Parsons part. But the beginning of it, I don't think, and this is this is a knock on Dak right here. I don't think the offensive line has been very bad. I think the way we've been playing, we've been passing the ball a lot the last couple seasons. Even when Fredericks came back, we right. were passing the ball so much, having them play back. Is getting hit rather than firing off the ball running. When you watch Dak's first season, we were running through everybody because we were running at everybody. Man. We weren't letting anybody hit us in the mouth. When we started doing that and, and then holding the ball long, I think that's what was creating the sacks and was making it so that we didn't think we had a good offensive line anymore. Dude. Dak now is getting rid of the ball like this. We so had, we had time to get to him. It's not just because we're blocking great. We had prime. I'm talking about prime Tyron, prime Travis, Prime Zach Martin, those three right there, and we had a quarterback that was still developing. Now, if you like, remember somebody was talking about you take this year, blah, that year, blah. If you take twenty twenty toe Dak and put him on on the two thousand sixteen set, well, we seventeen, that year. yeah, yeah, you you do even more. You know what I'm saying? Better with the quarterback and their philosophy. Yeah, yeah, we win that. We, we win yeah, that season yeah, if, if Dak yeah. was playing the way he's playing right now. So yeah, I didn't understand the Parsons part of that question, DJ. But appreciate yeah, I mean, it. yeah. Um, he said, shout out to my two OGs, Law and Okoye. What's up? What's up, uh, Megatwan? He said, y'all know what it is. One question with our running back. Why go away from the run and does Dak uh, have enough weight to make the call to do so uh, more in the game? Um, well, first off, yeah, Dak do got the right to call more runs as yeah. you watch the Colts game. I think that was one of the best games he called as far mm -hmm. as pre-snap. Like, you could see Dak moving guys around. I like when Dak is doing that. Um, and then even in the last drive, 
him handing the ball off to Zeke, I think that was his call. I don't think they I think he they called a pass play. Uh, right. because just watch when you want to know if Dak is doing an audible, either watch him talking and moving around and moving guys around, or yeah. and he, he, he do that number, he do that number like this. Yeah. And then yeah. he turn back around. I like man. Yeah, no, he did it. That, that's wild, but, man. Turn watch back the wide receivers. When you yeah. watch the receivers, yeah. Yeah. the receivers, if their release is if they run at the defender, then it was a running play from the start. Right. If they run, if they run a route, then that wasn't a running play. They just decided to run. See what Dak did that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that last play with Zeke, they ran fade routes on the edge, on the outside. Yeah. That one he ran in for the touchdown. So yeah. Dak did call, he did call that uh, a running play himself, I think. I think. I don't know for sure, but I, that's my assumption. But um, I, I think he got the right to do it. I don't know why we go away from it, man. Like, I think it's because the game was close and we was trying to get some, you know, some some leverage, maybe. I don't know. Trying to play a little bit too up-tempo. You know what I mean? But well, well, but, well, people say that Dak Prescott had a horrible game up until the last two minutes, right? That 98-yard drive. Yeah. I, I, when you look back and watch it again, no. That opening series, if you take the opening drive, Dak, and the last drive, Dak, and yeah. just do those two tapes, man, you would think that, man, that dude, Peyton Manning over there, man. Yeah. You know, <laughs> That last drive was that was the first Manning drive and the last drive, drive. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would give him that. I would give him that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Vach, man. He in the house, man. Shout out to Vach in the Vach. building. Yes, what up with you, brother? See people say Vach Lombardi. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Vach know where the link at. You know, so he can jump on. Uh, all Texans fans, all Texans fans. Uh, this is Jay Worthy. Appreciate you. He said all Texans fans are really Cowboys fans that jump ship because they're from Houston. I'm from Philly, and I'll never root for the Eagles. How about them Cowboys? Yo, how about them, man? I'll tell you. Man. <laughs> They are, they are, they are because technically, it's hard. I know you know, man. You, fans, you know. Yeah, you don't, you don't fought. You probably don't been spit on a couple times if you're crazy like that. Because uh, Philly is crazy, man. I'm not even lying to you, man. I seen dudes, you know, walking down from 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 uh, Cowboys games. They were like, you walking in front of you with an Owens jersey on. I'm like, man, it's, it's spit on the back of your jersey, bro. Don't even put spit on them. They've been spitting on you the whole game, man. And I ain't talking about one. I'm talking about a lot. Philly right. fans is some they some weird people, man. I like them when it comes to like basketball. I like what they did to Ben Simmons and all that. That was funny. <laughs> but, but when it comes to being a fan from somewhere else, I understand because it's like your own family turned against you, man. They ready to kill you in that house, man. So Philly fans is crazy, man. So I I, I God bless you for being from Philly and being a cowboy fan. You yeah. got heart. That means you got heart. Calvin Jefferson, he said, uh, Dak threw Kellen under the bus, mentioning the play calling as a reason for it. <laughs> oh, it's Peter, right tackle. Peters is your right tackle. He got to be because he better than even a 70% Peters is better than 100% of ball. That's for sure. And uh, Dak throw a lot of people under the bus. Get used to it. This is how we met, Law. He said, hey, yeah. uh, maybe I got to throw it in Dan's face mask. Remember he said right. that? Right, like, right, 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 right. But you know, Dak was saucy, <laughs> Dak was saucy. And, and we know Dak was quiet as a church mouse, uh, uh as relates to Amari Cooper. We yeah. said things left and right yeah. about we need this guy, Odell Beckham, Tupac, and Biggie. And yeah. I have yet to hear Dak Prescott say, Hey. I'm missing my guy number 19 from yeah, last why you year. Rid of Amari? You know, why you got rid of him? And when people say that, like, like uh, I said that too, I was like, if Dak, like, you you know what you didn't do? You didn't get her to go watch right here. Hold on. Yes, indeed. 
the link. Young, young Vach. It's in it's in the description of this video. Go under the, just yeah, yeah. the first the first thing in the video you'll see. It's a link under there. Get that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Salute. Yeah. yeah. That's when, you at, when you look at what we yeah. don't do, we ain't get rid of Michael Irvin. We wasn't going to get rid of Michael Irvin. You wasn't <laughs> going to get rid of Jay Novacek. You wasn't going to get rid of Witten. You know why? Because don't nobody get rid of their quarterback security blanket. Nobody. 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 So when they do that. It's because the quarterback okayed that. There ain't no way you get rid of the guy that the quarterback love throwing to and the quarterback don't complain, don't say nothing, you know what I mean? So I already knew it. Like, you don't want piss. So when they said, he said that, uh, what you call it, was the Black Kirk, Dak was the Black Kirk cousin. I, I know they he, said it was He showed it. He showed it defended. He showed it say, nah, you know what I'm saying? Both sides. Because, Law, do you have any truth to that? Passer rating when targeting Amari Cooper last season was 122.7. <laughs> you don't lose that out there on the field. And eight touchdowns, by the way. Oh, and, then, and then the I'll whole like, season. Come on. And then you know you got Gallup that's hurt. When you get rid of him, Gallup is hurt. Right. You know and then this season, we going after an Odell Beckham with no knees. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or a Hillen. And neither one of them is an upgrade to what Amari Cooper was already doing, already here. That's like you, you, got a, you got a Ferrari sitting in the driveway, and you like, give me that Honda. You know give me that you Honda, know? man. Yeah. yeah. Six-cylinder at that, you know? Botch, love Botch. Marty. What's up, good brother? I Listen, man. I wish I had a war chant to do for you. Jeez. <laughs> there you go. Hey, listen. There you go. There you go. Yeah. What's up? Oh, yeah. I was sitting up listening to y'all, man. Huh? I was sitting up listening to y'all. I didn't even think about it, but Dak do be throwing people under the bus, man. You listened to his last press conference. He was like, yeah, man, shit, man. Noah Brown didn't even see the ball. <laughs> he said, hey, Noah Brown. So I don't know what happened there, you know? You know what I mean? He to clean up, but we'll be all right. <laughs> That boy on 18 wheels, didn't he? Yeah, with CD Lamb uh, missed that, it caused that interception across the middle of the field. Like miscommunication. Miscommunication. I don't know. Maybe yeah. he didn't see no. I don't know. Yeah, he don't know what he's doing out there. Like, yeah, he will throw you under the bus real quick. Like, what's real good, quick. fellas? He's not playing. Yo, what's good with you, man? Man, you know mm. what I'm saying? I'm just, you well, know, hey, we, we're not chopping it up. Go ahead, direct that. chopping up free fly, freestyling. Hey, man, you know what I mean? I just, you know what I'm saying, clocked out the volume, and I tapped in, and I hear Law Nation talking about that that can't do too bad in the first place. Yo, Law, if Dalton Schultz catches touchdown and Zeke don't fall down the red zone, the score might be 42 to 15, you know what I'm saying? Wow. And that's a whole nother conversation that we ain't even, you know, that we ain't even have, man. You know, Dak, Dak, wasn't, Dak wasn't wasn't perfect or whatever, man. Right. But even, even in these bad games, whether it be this one, Green Bay, or like the Giants or some of these air quote bad games, we still able to put up 27, 28 points on the boards, you know what I'm saying? So, right, 100. So, you know what I mean? We can probably be bad on offense. We just can't be bad on offense and defense and on goddamn oh, special was right? yeah, <laughs> like, man, I'm five foot five, man, 155 man, listen, pounds, man. You got one job, man. Catch that damn ball. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something. Koye, about your, about your one job thing, that's what I was thinking. Look, if you got a long list of jobs, we might let it slide. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. But if Kevontae Turpin, you got you really ain't playing wide receiver. All you got to do is catch the punt. Catch and look, he on the side. Look, look, we've been loving Kevontae all year, but now he on the sideline <laughs> smiling, doing backflips. You better, shit, you better sit your ass down and catch that yeah. punt. <laughs> doing backflips after the game and shit. You better quit smiling. What the hell is wrong with your ass? Man, you better chill. Yeah, crazy. Oh, I got I got DJ's world through a super chat, and then he said I was at. He was trying to clarify his question earlier because he asked him about Parsons. He said I was asking if I had to choose between 2011 and 2017 O line or getting another pass rusher. 
that can do everything Micah can do, who do you choose? Man, Micah is a once-in-a-lifetime uh, player. Yeah, you, yeah. If you see Micah Parsons, that's like saying, do you do you choose Lawrence Taylor if he's available? Of course. You're always yeah. going to take him. So I get what your question is now. Appreciate that. But, yeah, I would, I would still answer it the same way. You go, you grab Parsons, man. Grab you Parsons, Parsons. Man. Your offensive line, you can kind of, you can, you can, I've seen guys pick up, you know, journeyman offensive linemen and play pretty well. I ain't seen too many guys that you can pick yeah. up that asking to do what Michael Parsons is doing right now. So, mm. no, you take Michael Parsons, man. You take, you take Parsons. And we got more Super Chats coming up in here, too. You uh, you got Mark Clark. He said, excellent breakdowns, Cowboy Nation. He's just showing some love. Let me throw him up here. Give him his love. And we got one more. Who that? Megatron again. Let's go for money. Oh, yeah. Treat me like a I said, I said, uh, they treat me like a stripper when law come up in here. They start getting <laughs> get off and shit. It's hot in here anyway. You know what I mean? But what's good, man? Let's go. We done hit every damn topic. I'm gonna let you go ahead and rock it out. Uh, law, yeah. law, I mean, uh, not not law, Vosh, Vosh pulling out knives and shit. Oh, yeah, oh, so let me show you what I had Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it did, man. We've been having a good time over here, yeah. man. It's football right here. This is what football is about, man. Non-scripted. We just... Oh, anyway, Clay, like I was saying, man. Like I was saying, you man. Like was saying, you man. throwing that, John? Huh? You, you, you throwing, throwing that thing? Do you have to throw the other one? Two hands? Do you have to do that like throw the knife. I throw the other one. You know what I'm saying? This is uh, this is, this is is more of an accent. The other one is a tomahawk. I can throw the tomahawk and kill somebody. Kratos, rather. Yeah. You know, this, you know what I'm saying? But, um... Yeah. I wish I was home. I would show you my joint. I got a joint with an orange handle, but mine's just a little Home Depot right. joint. It ain't it ain't made by the 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 Tuscaloosa uh, tribe and no shit like that. Tuscaloosa. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't but, a Seminole joint. I think uh, you know what I mean. What we gotta uh, you know what we gotta figure out with the uh, Cowboys. Shots out of me and my man's Will Steel. We was just talking about this. Is that we gotta figure out if this is a team that's trending downward or we just play down our competition. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if this is a team that plays down our competition, fine. We got nothing but tough games coming up. You know what I mean? Play up to the Eagles, play up to the Titans, then playoffs, right. then we good. Right. But if we get to the Eagles game and we play as slow or as sloppy as we did these last three games, then we probably got a little issue that we need to figure out. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. if we come out in the Eagles game looking like the Vikings game, first of all, I'm going to jail because I'm talking shit to all yeah, the people yeah. on the internet. But all if we didn't mind the Eagles game looking like that, then we'll go, okay, well, cool. Maybe we playing with our food a little bit. But ain't no more food in the playoffs, you know what I mean? Right, right. Let me ask you this, then. That's a good observation, though. So do this year's team, do this year's team beat Kansas City team last year, the Raiders, and as well as the Arizona Cardinals? I ain't talking about the Denver, but I'm talking about those three teams there. Do this year's team beat them? I think so because your pass rush better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you know, like e- even though this this team will have its woes, like you know, we ain't giving up thirty five points. You know what I mean? Like we did with the Raiders. Like like think about it, man. A bad day of offense is twenty eight points for us. A bad day of defense yeah. twenty three points. Like we winning. It ain't cute, but we winning. You know what I'm saying? So um, I don't and and you know just looking at Kansas City um defense the other day, man, they looking. <laughs> Man, they look te- so so if we had the lineup against some dudes just like matchup wise, man, I think uh our pass rushers will probably get up for that. And I think our offense will put some hands on that defense though. So I would love to see it. shit. And and not just that, we've been put we've been in games like those games 
Last year, we've been in those games this season. Right. We're just pulling them out now. The Texas mm -hmm. games easily could have been one of those games where we was a letdown game, you know what I mean? Yeah. But we're pulling them out now. We weren't able to do that last season. So I think also, automatically we done, we, done, we already showed that we – that's why I said I'm not on Dak ass because he done transcended that that wall where it's like I can win these games that are that are against us where we're not supposed to win. Like we stole that game yesterday. Corey, let me let me just get focused and just oh, talk to the audience for a second, man. Listen, bro, we gotta stop looking. We we gotta stop looking for validation from Eagles fans. We gotta stop looking oh, for validation thanks. for Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless. We gotta stop looking for validation from Shady and McCoy and things. We're the bad guy. I realize this, man. We're the bad guy, man. Teams want us to lose. We could blow out an eight and one team by thirty three points. They're gonna say, "Well, that team's a fraud." We can barely beat a team with a good defense. They're like, "Oh, well, that's not a gritty win. You just probably should have beat them a little better." The best team in the NFC can have a close game with them, but they're they're brave and courageous and gritty and pulling out at the end, bro. We just got to live with the fact that these team that these people not rocking with us, man. We we just need to have that that effort attitude, basically. Yep. We just need to have that, that, <laughs> yeah, that attitude, right. man. They not going to be rocking with us, dog. So we don't need to be – if they not in the house, if they mm -hmm. not a part of any of these audiences, if they not tapped in with us like that, man, if they not tapped in with us on social media, bro, we don't need to be looking. It's, it's John 367, the Eagles fan on on, <laughs> on on Twitter, say we not good. Who gives right. a goddamn? At, at the end of the day, I feel like that, too. Like, um, Skip and Shannon, they, they look like they about to go at it, too. I just was watching that. But <laughs> Yo. uh, when you look at the way they address that coming coming back at the end of that game, and then you look at, like, games like uh, Kirk Cousins versus the Bills, right? When right. They, both were, they were playing trash. Both of them had, you know, well, I think Josh Allen probably had the worst game out of the two. But in those games, like, even when you see Josh Allen sliding, I'm not hearing it. When he's throwing interceptions and they, right, they right. Back. I'm not hearing, are they real? I'm not hearing these questions. You know what I'm saying? It's just mm -hmm. he's going through a lull. They don't give Dak those same concessions. And I'm starting to see that real clear now. So it's giving me the same energy I was having when I when I first started and I was mad about this because of the narrative. I think right. it's just the Cowboys thing, though, where there's sometimes an inside man <laughs> with Derry going to 105 and he's right. going to drop some jewels and, and, and let it be a frenzy. Or it's guys from the outside that just really don't like the fact that the Cowboys are always plastered all over the place, like Shady McCoy, who said that Dak ain't doing shit this season. He just throwing right. shit. Like, right. Come on, man. Like, right. When you listen to that, it's it's to grab you. It's to get – that's like their version of clickbait. They know it's going to piss you off as a Cowboy fan because yeah. we got the biggest fan base, and they know that's going to piss people off. But, you know, if, if you start responding to that a little bit too often, you ain't never going to stop making videos, man. You know what I mean? So man, I don't think come on now. Let, yeah. let, let me ask Vox this, man, because I asked you a Koye. Go ahead. Are we utilizing Parsons the right way, Bosch? Yeah, let's hear your answer. Let me hear your thoughts on this, man. I think we are. But I'll okay. double up on that and ask you a question. Are we using Trey Diggs properly? Right? Because mm. I think Parsons is going to be who, who Parsons is, right? But if there's two impediments to the Dallas Cowboys, is run game and his deep passes versus cornerback number two. They going to throw it on them. It, it, it could be Kelvin. Right. It could be Deron. As long as it ain't Diggs, they going to throw it on them. Let me tell you what I liked about Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan realized that. So you know what he did? He what said, he all right, I got Darrell Revis. <laughs> if Darrell Revis right here, everybody else going to be over here. <laughs> it's going to be, you're going to get two safety helps. Yep. It's not It's not practical. Right. Yeah. So who the fuck's going to throw on Revis? 
right? Yeah, so yeah. now we get these games to where they're not really throwing on trade digs. If they throw the ball on trade digs, they're trying to hold the ball and do some double move. We got pass rushes to help deal with that. So right. now you just, I wish you would try to throw a D ball versus trade digs, the yeah. cornerback with right. the best ball skills in the league, probably better than some wide receivers in the league. So if, if I'm Dan Quinn and I'm just a YouTuber, I'm just vibes, I'm, yeah. I'm nobody, but if it's just me, if y'all not going to throw at Trey, then cool. I'll let Trey follow whoever he's going to follow, but whoever Kelvin and Duran them are, we're going to shade help over on that side. Yeah. So now you're going to pick. you either going to throw in the doubles or you're going to throw it to Trey. Pass rush going to do what it do in the first place. That's my retort to you, Law Nation. We're using Michael Parsons. Let me ask you this, man. Though, before you, before you address ahead. that, Law. Do you think that the reason they're doing that, Dovach, is because we're trying to keep those three safeties on the field by keeping uh, J-Rock Curse down in the box? You think that's mm. the reason we're not mm. coming out there and helping the other side of the field because we keep J-Rock out there? Are I do think you need um, J-Ron and Donovan for, like, run support. You know what I mean? So so yeah. they can be there, and they can hybrid up the run support cover tight end role or whatever, right? But if you – if you like, even if it's simple, right, even if it's, like, one high, Malik Hooker don't need to play the middle of the field. You ain't gonna run the Trey side. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? You you really ain't gotta change You ain't gotta change yeah. even if it's even if it's cover three. Fine. You cover your deep middle, but just cheat over a little bit. Trey, oh, Trey's fine. Trey, yeah, Trey got his side. Trey so, so that's what made me think that Dan's probably not using Trey to the best of his ability. Plus, that we know sense. that he's he's shutting down Justin Jefferson. He's shutting down Michael Pittman. He's shutting down Terry McLaurin. Jamar Chase earlier this year, man. Trey Trey can travel now, so I think yeah. we should use that. Yeah, man, that, that's a brilliant yeah. observation, I man. I look, look, both of us, we've been talking for an hour. We didn't think yeah. of that part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm looking at it, man. Shout out to too. Because I was looking at it like this. They run Trey mm -hmm. Diggs way, right? Sure do. They don't pass Trey Diggs way. They run his way. <laughs> and they pass the opposite way. And yeah. and they, they challenge, they, they they do this against us with the tunnel screens and everything, smokes or what have you, to alleviate the pressure that Parsons brings to the table. What how can we stop this, Botch? How can we stop these running quarterback things? This college style mm. of offenses that, that they have presented to us, man. How do we do well, this? You heard, like, he probably was on the volume when we was talking about that, too, because I want to hear what he think about moving uh, D-Law inside on those against running quarterbacks. I think, the, you know, you, you can, you know, I think you can live with the running quarterbacks because at, at most all they're going to get you is a first down or something like that. Like, and, and, and while they out there, like, you know how they're going to pretty much attack you. It's the big plays that kill us, man. It's these chunk plays. It's these deep passes that's killing us. I think Dan Quinn has lived with the idea that y'all probably gonna scramble for for a couple yards, and that's fine, you know. Like because um Daniel Jones will do it, Joe Burrow did it, you know what I mean? Like like these guys will they'll run around for a little bit, but can you beat us in the air? And I think he's nah. more concerned with beating us in the air, but they throw that bitch to cornerback too anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So, <laughs> you know what's crazy? Even with those, man, we still haven't been giving up a hell of a lot of passing yards. Like, no. you just give up one chunk, one per game, and they still end up with like 200, you know, 170, something like that. So yeah. it still ain't killing us as much as it looked like. It feels like it's killing us, but feel we ain't bad. even giving up 20 yards, 20 points a game either, not like not, yeah. not on a regular basis. On a so it's still yeah. worse than it actually is because we got a standard now that we're trying to uphold, you know what I mean? Yeah. You got, you got, you got a question right here, too. He said, uh, Botch, I'm glad you stepped in. He asked us this already. Uh, Big Cam, shout out to you. Appreciate you. He said, Botch, I'm glad you stepped in. What would you do with our O-line issue at right tackle? Uh, would you uh, – right tackle, how how 
how work the line knowing Peters is always gas? He's he basically saying, how would you work the line knowing that Peters is always gas? Peter's always gas. How we know he always gas? It, it appears that way. That's just because he's 400 pounds. Peter's ain't tired. He all right. His ass going to play now. That mother better run some gases at the practice. God damn it. Look, it ain't, ain't no tired now. Uh, I, I, I think it's easy. Like, nobody's allowed to get hurt no more. 77, 73, 63, 70, 71. They got to be your lineup, man. Uh, you know, we've been saying the whole, like, you you had depth at left tackle, and you kind of still do. Yeah. Uh, but right. Terrence Steele was the one dude on that offensive line that couldn't go down because if he did, it was Josh Ball season. And Ooh. Josh Ball was in that mug for, a, what, 12 plays, 13, 15 plays? They were like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Peter's did some shit. He ain't like, hey, get, get your help. Get him out of here, man. Save your quarterback, man. I have been on those sidelines before. Somebody said, get his ass out of here. Will somebody get him out of here? And they was like, who, who going to do it? They Dude. not moving. They not moving Tyler. Everybody look down the line. Jason Peter's like, everybody look down the bench. All right, man. But when Jason Peters got in the game, we didn't hear shit from um Okoronkwo no more. Okoronkwo could have made the damn could have made the damn Pro Bowl if yeah. uh if uh Josh Ball stayed in there. But Jason Peters went in there, he erased. So uh, you know, Jason Peters ain't gonna be amazing, but you just gotta be better than Josh Ball, and that don't take much. Man, Vach, I I, I was listening to you guys right before I jumped on with Okoye. And one of the things that people were saying is that, hey, what about continuity? I said, dog, you went off on that guy. Can you break down the continuity thing? Because people think that continuity is what you need with his offensive front five. Vash played offensive line. Not only did I play offensive line, I played center. By you playing center, you got to be the nucleus and you're responsible for both sides. Continuity is important. But the one thing that's better than continuity is better dudes. The one thing. Listen, Josh Ball been a swing tackle all season. He been practicing right tackle all season. He's been back up right tackle all season. If anybody got continuity with Zach Martin, it's Josh Ball. I dare somebody to walk up to ask, Josh, uh, ask Zach Martin right now who 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 the hell he'll rather have. Uh, Josh Ball, who he been practicing with, or the better dude that ain't played right tackle since 2011. I bet, or 2006. I bet you he gonna say, hey man, give me the better dude. Ask Zach Prescott. Ask, ask that's called look, man. This continuity thing is cool, but you gotta be damn near idiot level for continuity to, to come into play. Like you gotta not know the plays, you gotta yeah. not know combos, you gotta yeah. not know nothing for continuity to, to yeah. matter in that way. But if you have a relative idea, and look, Jason Peters ain't been here long as Josh Ball, but if you got a relative idea of what to do, how to combo, and what the plays are, give me the better dude. The better dude is much better. Because look at it, Zach Mark be like, hey man, we combo him. <laughs> right. Hey man, go get him. Yeah. Zach Martin tell you what to do long as you yeah. can do it once you get there. Yeah. Damn, so, so, so in the chat, y'all put better dude in there because yeah, that is Houston. And Jalen Toma got a lot of continuity better with dude. Dak Prescott. But look yeah. where they at right now. We bringing in T.Y. Hilton. Give me the age, man. Give me, give yeah. me, give me the T.Y. Give me the better dude. Give me T.Y. over that continuity. Yeah. I said, God, dog, no, y'all know it. Better do time. <laughs> Jalen Tober knees work work perfectly fine. Ty Hilton ain't had a good ACL since Andrew Luck played. Come come on in, cause he ain't giving us something. 
Get your ass in here, better dude. You shitting me? Look, and that Dennis Houston shit, all that, all that Dennis Houston shit. Hey man, how the hell Dennis Houston make the team? Hey man, Jack Lacker, man, here in the right place at the right time. We played a, we played a game and a half versus goddamn Tampa Bay. Get Dennis Houston Michael Gallup lipped on the field. Goddamn. Look, hold on. Talking about Michael Gallup walking on the sticks here. Get Dennis Houston ass up out of here. During the game, they like, Jerry, we can't cut him during the games. They cut him now. Cut him now. <laughs> that mother was eating nachos in no time, boy. Get Dennis Houston ass up out of here. Yo. <laughs> yeah. You kidding me? <laughs> he, but he got cut new with you, Bots. Cut All right. Cut new with him. All right. Oh, my God. My story right over here, man. Jeez. Oh my gosh, man. Continuity. Listen, I got I got three people now waiting out in this parking lot. I got to get. I'm in the hotel. I'm supposed to be on a halfway vacation. But listen, let's uh let's let's definitely do a um roundtable Friday. Roundtable Friday. On Friday, right? Roundtable Friday. Roundtable Friday. Everybody that's here, y'all y'all early for it, man. I appreciate both of y'all jumping on and blessing me, man, because I, I really was jumping on to talk about T.Y. for maybe 30 minutes. We've been on him, been <laughs> on him two do. hours, man. Lost started throwing some money, boy. You just, you know, we, we can talk a little more. We can, we can talk a little more. Oh, yeah. I thought I them shame. Change. Change. So I came in with the act. Change. Like, I was like, sit down, man. Change. R. Kelly mentioned everybody, didn't Y'all started talking about R. Kelly. R. Kelly was like, one day I was at Walmart and the lady at Walmart and she said, R. Kelly, you traumatized. Lady, how you going to judge me? Let me tell you about Jerry Jones. Man, I can't stand Jerry Jones. Why you hate me, Jerry Jones? I was in a line at Chipotle. I admitted it. You admitted it, boy. That's why I know he really dropped that shit on purpose because he started talking about Yeah, we know he dropped it. Come on, man. He was like, I'm going to get this appeal. He said, this shit going to be fucking, this this appeal going to work. They're going to hear from me. One minute, 20 minutes. They're going to hear from me. Yeah, he killed that, man. Killed it. Oh, my God. Shout out to all the AKs that's on here, man. Shout out to all my guys from the round table, Law Nation. Tell them, tell them where you're from. Everybody know, everybody here know y'all, but tell them where y'all from. I'm, I'm not used to being the host, so you know what I mean. Oh man, come on with it, man. Law Nation Sports, man. Find and follow me on multiple outlets under that name. Hey, you'll see my face, name, or logo. Hey, I already dropped Ty film, so y'all check that out. We got some good nuances to it, man. And I'm probably gonna live again later on. Yeah, <laughs> Myspace so and Black Planet, baby. Y'all come check me out on Loud Planet. Yes, and Black People Meets, man. I'm everywhere. Man. <laughs> Yo, you are not Black Planet. For real? He ain't on Black Planet for real. You better not be on Black Planet for real. <laughs> He be everywhere, man. Anywhere you look, you're going to find Law, man. Law be streaming. Hey, I'm on Rumble. Y'all out. check out my Rumble page and my Twitter right. and TikTok, man. Right. Come on. That's where to find me, man. Vice Lombard. I ain't going gonna, gonna to plug too much. I'm just here for the love. Appreciate y'all, man. Right. Appreciate you, man. that, man. Love y'all, man. Talk to y'all soon. I'm gonna get out here because I know I'm getting cursed out. My phone keep going. They've been going off for the last 30 minutes. They're like, they gonna leave. Let them wait. Yeah, okay, they gonna be looking for you, man. I was yeah, waiting I on a koi. <laughs> Tell it on me too. 
10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Hey, I get out of here, man. Oh, I just hit the All right, I got you, man. I'm out. <laughs> I'm Peace, <amazing>. man. <laughs>